I didn't believe it was real. You may have seen the segment I did on this. I did not believe it was real. The, uh, what, what, what is it? Uh, the NBA did, uh, I can't even, I can't even do this. I can't, this is so difficult for me. <laughs> you got this. Uh, we got Ryan Long here. Okay. Just happy to be the debut comedian on the Tim right. cast. This is to all my fans out there watching right yes. now. Okay. Thank you for supporting me as the first comedian. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, so I'm glad you're here because I, this is what, this is what I'm struggling with. There's an article from Yahoo. Okay, the big news right now is the NBA is boycotting a bunch of games because they're traumatized from watching this video of this guy who, you know, he got shot by the cops and stuff. So I, I can understand people, you know, unhappy with it. How it affects the NBA? They, they, they're apparently saying that they're not, in the, they're not in the right frame of mind to be able to play games right now. And so now we got Major League Baseball. Like, I, the, they're, they're canceling their games, too, because people are upset and they're traumatized over this. But the craziest thing about this article is that the whole thing reads like it's satire. For one, that these people are traumatized over this online. Like, look, I, I get people are mad, but whoa, come on, man. And then that they, that they would buy Teslas to try and hide from the police because they, so they don't get pulled over. Like, the whole thing just reads like it's fake news. But this is real. It's real. The, the, the NBA's ratings are down. They're boycotting and everyone's laughing at them. So anyway, considering the news was particularly absurd today. I thought it'd be great to have Ryan Long on because you know, you're a comedian, right? Yeah, dude. I, I love the fact that they, they go, oh, you know, a lot of these guys, they try to get Teslas so people will think they're, <laughs> they're white. <laughs> right, right, right. I like the idea of the black guys are like, you know, we just wanted the cops to think we're white, so I've shortened my penis. We're doing, <laughs> we're doing all sorts of things to let people know. We have Blink-182 blasting. <laughs> In our Teslas, we were driving. <laughs> Blink-182? Yeah, yeah. Is which, that like the Nickelback? I don't know. What's, what's, yes. what's, what's, a, what's, a, what's a very yeah, yeah, white sure. person kind of band? Hello, officer. Uh, I never made it as a wise man. <laughs> yes. the, cop, the cop walks up to the Tesla and he's blasting Nickelback. And the cop goes, <laughs> he stops halfway and goes, I made a mistake. And he just turns around. <laughs> oh, and I'm so sorry. I, right, did, so, not, so, I so, did not hear 311 Transistor <laughs> cranking out. <laughs> I, it's, I'm, it's, 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 it's funny. You're making yeah. some jokes. It's literally in the article. We're going to read it. It's ridiculous. And we're going to talk about what's going on. And we, we've, got, we've got some other news. But uh, uh, for the most part, we're just going to hang out with Ryan. I figured you, you – uh, so for those that are familiar, you did a bunch of – I mean, you got a bunch of comedy sketches. And they're all hilarious. Thank you. you uh, so for those that are you, – you probably have seen it because it's probably got like, what, the 20 million views combined. Yeah, yeah. I think well, – yeah. Woke and racist. That one, yeah. You know what? It's hard to tell, as you know, because everyone like rips your content and puts it. Dude, the one yesterday, I did this stock market one, and it was like number one on Reddit. But instead of someone putting the video up, they just ripped it and put it up themselves. Yeah. That's how it works, man. Scumbags out there. So, so, so anyway. No respect. Seriously. For, for everybody that's, that's tuning in, uh, make sure you hit the like button, subscribe. We're live every Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. But, you know, we, it, it's been crazy. Uh, I, I've been. I wake up this morning and I see some of the most brutal and gruesome videos I've ever seen, or at least not ever, but like I've seen in, the, in, in these riots. So this yeah. is some of the, some of the stuff that we were briefly talking about before we started the show. I'm just like, man, this stuff in Kenosha. And you made a bunch of you. You made a, a couple. I, I can't remember exactly what you said, but they were really funny and offensive, pertaining to just like riots and stuff. Yeah. But I'm like, this, no, no, it's a good thing. It's a good thing because because we're going to talk about dark stuff i guess tim was saying the n-word off camera. <laughs> oh my gosh no <laughs> that's not true i said listen Thanks, that, oh, okay. that's gonna be that kind of show huh <laughs> but uh but yes. but it, i think i think it was funny just like the, the 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 reference you made about i don't know the dick joke with the nba players it's just like all right good let's 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 have a laugh because yeah. i'm sure a lot of people are not 
feeling it right now with it as crazy as everything's been. Listen, if you're one of these people who's been traumatized from watching this video and you stand in solidarity with the NBA players, we got Ryan Log. He's going to make you laugh. So, so you should feel a lot better. I mean, you did say that it's all these black guys are trying to look white. I go, well, that seems like the opposite of my high school. Yeah. Well, this article, I got halfway through it. It's from Yahoo Sports. And uh, I started laughing. I'm like, I'm being, I'm being pranked. Yeah, dude. Man. I mean, some. That's the thing. Some people see stuff like this, and they're like, "You're not supposed to laugh." Like, I have friends that, you know, people we know have died, and then the comedian goes on that night, and the idea is like, you know, my buddy died, which sucks because he owes me money, and <laughs> you know, this like, which is like a standard. But it depends on how you kind of interface with the world. If you think you're supposed to laugh at stuff or not laugh at stuff. I went to the riots in New York a few times. And yeah, you're like, this is crazy, and there's obviously problems. But also, there was some hilarious stuff happening. Really? Dude, well, dude, I, I saw this like hood dude, and he broke the store window. I've talked about this in my podcast, but he broke the store window, and then he came out with a pair of shoes, and he yells, he goes, these kicks is for Floyd. Wow. <laughs> but have you seen the videos of people That's just said. like running in and just running out, and they're all laughing and yelling? Yeah. They're like, yeah, come up. It's like, I made a video. It's not really. There was it's not a- really for Floyd. No. Well, I mean, you know, there, dude, it was all the things. There was a bunch of white kids that were just partying. There was a bunch of black kids that had, like, DMX playing, and they're just having fun. Like, and then there's people that are taking advantage of it. There was all the different things. There's some people. Dude, there was one guy. He was uh, this Latino guy, right? And he kind of was there, and he's like, stop. This is not what the movement's about. We need to stop breaking windows. And then this, like, black dude was, goes, yo, shut up, and then threw an egg at him. <laughs> and this guy just got egged, and you see it go down, and the guy's just like, all right, I guess I tried. Dude, I was <laughs> I was in Brazil during these these major protests back in, uh, I think it was 2013, and some dude was walking around selling beer. Yeah. He, he knows what's up. He was, and yeah. people were buying it. And uh, the guy I was with, he was like, that's, that's that, you know, that's capitalism right there. You know, this guy, <laughs> he gets it. He, so, he sees an opportunity, so he brought a cooler out, and he was like, you know, cerveza and all that stuff. So, I saw people do that with the shirts. So people were breaking into stores, and they stole stuff, right? And then they would come out and immediately start selling it. Like, everyone's like, I got a 32. <laughs> Ralph Lauren, who needs a 32? And someone's like, you got a 34? And they're already hawking it on the streets. And it's <laughs> like he's standing outside the store. Like, he, he yeah, shatters dude. the window, and he grabs it, and he goes, I got a shirt right here. Exactly. Dude, there's so many guys in New York that just, like, sell junk all day long. You know, you go to their their table and they're just selling whatever like a cup of clothespins or whatever you know nothing so and then people come around they're stealing stuff they're like oh crap we're stealing stuff now i'm all good let's do it there's there's a crazy video where some dude goes in and steals a computer and walks out and then two guys steal the computer from him yeah and then they run away i'm just like man circle of life that's, what yeah, that's yeah, called. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> you got god the bigger the bigger thieves start you know the, the computer goes all the way up and then eventually lands in some like corporate office where they really know how to steal i mean a lot of times this is i remember with g20 they're in canada when i was in toronto the g20 happened and everyone was kind of it was like yo it's a party everyone's like yo you can just go break windows and do whatever you want and everyone <laughs> you know it's the purge tonight essentially that's right a- and then so everyone does that. And then over the next five years, it was like, yo, remember like Jason? Yeah, he's going to jail for like a year for that. <laughs> so basically over the next year, you, everyone would start getting their trial dates and stuff like yep. that. So, I mean, there's going to be a whole team of whatever police that for the next three years, their whole job is like tracking down these people. So it's already happening, man. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But All I right. think a lot of these people are going to be like, that was fun. And then you're like, yeah, not so fun when you're in jail now. <laughs> Some of these people are going to prison for a long time, 30 years, Molotov cocktails, Assault on an officer. Yeah. They think they're playing games. I mean, a couple of people died last night. They, yeah. they they go out, they start acting tough, acting a fool, and now they, they, they think it's the game. They think it's the purge. They think it's fun. Yeah. I mean, it was. So, like, they're right. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, now, well, yeah, sure, sure. But, you you, you know, you got to pay. Yeah. Not, ain't no such thing as a free lunch, right? 
Yeah, but it does seem like it at the time. It was like, oh, we're all getting free sweatpants. <laughs> that <laughs> was like, worth well, it. Now you're gonna get free orange sweatpants. Yeah. <laughs> Here, let's uh, let's 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 do this. <laughs> I want, so first, I'll show you the, this the more serious news, and then we'll cry a little bit about how insane this whole story is. Fox News says NBA calls off playoff games after Milwaukee Bucks boycott game over shooting of Jacob Blake. The players forced the league's hand after protesting the Sunday shooting by Kenosha police of Jacob Blake, a 29-year-old black man. So uh, that, that's the gist of it. But it gets it gets crazier. Milwaukee Brewers join Bucks in protest, sit out game versus Reds after Jacob Blake shooting. I got a theory about this. Have you seen any of these games they've been doing? The basketball games? Recently because of COVID. Yeah, you think the games have been sucking, so they're like... Yeah, like the ratings have been down, yeah. 40% down. Uh, for uh, so, so actually, I have it right here. Check this out. Outkick. NBA playoff ratings are, on ESPN are down 40%. Ratings, my understanding, across the board are down. So imagine this, right? You're used to playing major league sports. You got all these fans. Oh, yeah. you know, they're all yelling. Yeah. You're all excited. And you, you, you get the three-pointer. You swing. You home run. Everyone's cheering. Now it's a bunch of cardboard cutouts. Yeah, and a you've... janitor sweeping as you dunked <laughs> on your opponent. And you're creeped out. I mean, I would be creeped out. I couldn't imagine. I I, I used to uh, you know skate in contests. Yeah. a long time ago. I couldn't imagine figure like figure skate. Yeah, figure skating <laughs> for sure. Yeah, uh, skateboarding. <laughs> but there's people all over, and it really hypes you up when you're like, if I know I got this, people like they cheer for you, they cheer you on, that it gives you that energy. I couldn't imagine, like, I, I skate by myself sometimes. A lot of the time, you're just skating for yourself. But when you're going out for a contest and you're pushing your limits, and there's no one there, and it's just. Like you just you just cough off to the side, <clears throat> the janitor he's, he's sweeping, and <laughs> yeah. they expect you to perform your your greatest without support of you know the, the crowds cheering for you. Yeah, it's like if you see I don't know if you've seen wrestling without the audiences, but it is a <laughs> sad sight. The guy's like, oh, I can't hear you. It's just a cardboard really cutout creaking <laughs> in the wind. It's a janitor. Yeah, dude. And he, <laughs> I was gonna make a really offensive joke. I won't do it. Uh, but uh, so I wonder if the reason why they're actually boycotting. Is because they're all like, dude, we need an out. Yeah, like they're playing these games in these rooms where there's like just like like I was watching. I think it was WNBA. They walked out of the national anthem, and they're not even in a court. They're not even in like an arena. They're in like a high school gym. Well, the thing. fans of the WNBA have been boycotting by not showing up for ages. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they, they didn't have to worry about the cardboard cutouts for that one. They just were like, eh, you know, no, no one's going to be here anyway. Yeah, it's funny. Holy crap! The attendance is wild. They actually put <laughs> biggest attendance the in first, history. The first time the seats have been filled. <laughs> I, I remember when uh, when the W when the WNBA uh, boycott thing happened. They walk out on the national anthem. Yeah, and I immediately pulled up the clip from Family Guy. Like Seth MacFarlane's the one who made the joke, not me. Where he's like, uh, I don't know, I don't know if you've ever seen the joke, but it's really offensive. I mean, by today's standards, for sure. Yeah. Not so much back then, but he's like, he's like, and and you know, so and so is going to you know to make the shot. She scores two points, and that's why she commands seven thousand dollars a year. <laughs> and they're like, but is it worth? But is the money worth being that unattractive? Oh, I don't gosh. know. That's for the fan to decide. The fan. There's one guy in the stands cheering. That's a good. That's five jokes in a row. I know. That, that, that was Family Guy, man. Yeah. Yeah. The NBA has been fighting it by not dunking. <laughs> for real. Seriously. They can't dunk. So so anyway, uh, so this this Only is it, right? Doing layups and protest. Right. So th- so they 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 uh, you know the Brewers are boycotting, NBA is boycotting. Like I said, I th- I think maybe it's because they're just 
I would love for this to catch on and people do it their normal jobs, like you know, just a bunch of guys at McDonald's being like, you know what, the fry cooks are staying <laughs> home today. You're like, for you know, it's for for against racism, and you're like, which one died? You're like, I don't know, one of them. That's what they're doing. Yeah. They, they've been calling for a general strike. It's, but this is the funny thing: just a general strike of everyone in the world. That's what, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. So, so it's a very common thing. They try to get like done. a pajama day, sort of. Yeah, 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 everyone, yeah. like yeah. A, like a, like an extended siesta, you know, <laughs> nap nap time. Great. Yeah. Like people in the Mediterranean get it. But uh, a general strike among the left is when everyone just stops working. But they don't realize they actually don't have the support of like. Imagine what? just women did it and they're like, women are just going to stop working and everything just went back to normal. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> you go, everything improved. Yeah. Efficiency yeah. went women up. Are like, as a strike, we're just going to stay home. And you're like, no problem. Like, no one complains. Hey, if you don't mind making dinner today, you got to pick up the kids. We're going to get banned for hate speech. The stream's going to get shut down. I'm not saying that women shouldn't work. I'm just saying if they care about racism, they might want to consider that option. That sounds well, like so, a great option. The funny thing about that is. Uh, there, people aren't working, man. Like businesses are yeah. shut down. They're permanent closed. If you do have a job, this probably isn't the time to, you know, be making crazy. But I think I think the way they see it is now is the chance to finish off the beast. You okay. know, everybody's laid off, so there's only a few people working. You know, McDonald's and, and and you know the grocery store and stuff. So get them to go on strike, and there's nothing left. Maybe that's maybe that's the general political idea to it. Do the these like. All that stuff is like everyone's not like a twenty year old activist. Like just telling some normal guys like fifty years old, he's got a family. <laughs> you're like, yo, you're gonna qu you're gonna like let, uh, not go to work anymore for the next week, and you're like, why? You're like, oh, we got a whole thing going on at the university. <laughs> he's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my my, my gender studies teacher said it'd be a good <laughs> idea, and he's like, I my, my, I gotta I gotta pay my kids yeah, I tuition. A I don't life. know. <laughs> yeah, but that's that that really is it. So so check this out. So we so we know all this is going on, but not, now we got to get to the best part. Yahoo Sports, Players Association in active talks with players about logistics of potentially boycotting games. So this happened earlier this morning. I'm reading this article. I started laughing. There's no way this is real. Check this out. They say, an assembly organized by players who are emotionally traumatized by the latest police-involved shooting of an African-American that was captured on video was held Tuesday night at Disney's Coronado Springs Resort, sources said. And there were multiple conversations about what the actions could uh, could be taken throughout the day. So the first thing that happens is I'm talking to my friends and I'm like, do you hear about these, these NBA players? Who and they're like, I can't talk. I'm too emotionally traumatized. Yeah, they're they crying. <laughs> yeah. I, I called them up and they were like, I can't process this. I was actually emotionally traumatized because I watched a WNBA game. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, Ryan came in and, and when he first came here, uh, uh, I mentioned the, what happened and he broke down. And I just he, said, he hold crying. me. Hold me. <laughs> oh, no. So, so no, but, but in all seriousness. The only thing. That will help if I can watch you do some sick nollies <laughs> at a skate park in the backyard. Totally Bring awesome. the sports back. <laughs> if you could shred some gnar for me, Tim, and that's, that would really make me feel better. And that's when I started crying because I'm traumatized. Yeah. No, no. So uh, I, I did. I, I sent it to my friend and uh, they didn't believe it. Like, no, I, I didn't believe it either. And I, I sent a screenshot of where it said the players who are emotionally traumatized. And they're like, this is, this is like an onion, right? Yeah. No, it's not the onion. Check this out. It gets even better. My favorite part. I have no idea what they were thinking when they wrote this. Here, this is, uh, okay, I got I to gotta give everybody a warning. Yeah, this, this is, is quite great. literally on Yahoo Sports' website. This is real. Athletes aren't immune to being racially profiled. Sources said as a tactic to avoid being pulled over. A few players have purchased Teslas, believing that police wouldn't suspect a black man to be operating that vehicle. Now, the reason why the first the first thing I saw there was it sounds like like some rich dude. It's like, oh, I, I, I they're like, you bought a Tesla. 
Isn't that, that's kind of expensive, don't you think? Shouldn't you buy like a normal car? Well, uh, it's because the police um, <laughs> wouldn't profile me in it. Yeah, yeah. So, like, their accountant is like, I don't know how you're justifying this $50,000 car. Uh, it, Black, Black Lives Matter? <laughs> yeah, yeah, how yeah. Can we, how can we write this off? <laughs> Call it a security expense. Also, like, LeBron James, like, a Tesla's got to be a drop in the pan for these people. He's like, <laughs> I needed a fancy car. It's like, Tesla's are like, what, like, a 50 grand? It's like, you, you get a Ferrari if you want, LeBron James. Yeah. He's like, because of racism, I had to drop this insane amount of money on a car. I'm like, you, you know, buy a fleet of Teslas. What's, what's kind of crazy about it, though, is I think that straight up is racist. The fact that this idea exists that a cop is going to not pull over a Tesla because... Like, th this is the world they live in, and it kind of freaks me out. They really think the cops are, like, in their cars going, like, let's <laughs> find the minorities. <laughs> and then, like, they see a car drive by, and like, there's, look, go after them. It, it doesn't matter what your car is. In fact, a Tesla's more likely to get pulled over, yeah, I, I'd it imagine. It might be more, less likely to get pulled over than, like, a Honda Civic with, like, souped-up rims. Yeah. And just yeah, lowered. Fair. Smoke coming out the Black windows. Black lights. <laughs> yeah. Nine guys in the backseat. <laughs> Maybe. Dude, I, it, flashy cars get pulled over more. You want to get like yeah. a gray Civic and then you don't get That's pulled over. Want. Yeah, get a Honda Accord if you want to. But it's also, it's also crazy, this idea that these guys think the cops can't look through windows. Yeah. Like you, you sit in a Tesla and all of a sudden the cops are like, I can't see. What's oh, oh. <laughs> But the, the, I, I think it's nuts that, that they, they, they view this world that way. Dude, the fact that LeBron James said that he's he like listen i get the sentiment but for lebron james personally to be like yo i'm afraid for my life personally it's like <laughs> you're not though like, yeah. like lebron james comes out of his house and he's like yeah that great basketball game now i have to walk to my car and fear for my life and you're like yeah i think you're gonna be fine you're a seven foot tall like the cops pull him over and they wouldn't say like yeah you're a black guy that's where you pulled over they go yo are you lebron james yeah i know seriously you know, they know who you are yeah especially like he's probably got a driver yeah, he's probably got a driver. He's probably he's, he, I'm, I'm sure he drives himself. He gets pulled over in his very fancy car, and I'm sure it's fine. The, oh. it, this, the, the, one of the craziest things about this, like this whole narrative they've had, there was a, there was a, a viral commercial where it was like the talk. This is what freaks me out because I grew up on the south side of Chicago, and I talked to my progressive friends, and they really believe that parents shouldn't tell their kids how to act around police and even firefighters or EMTs. Like it's not their job to educate their kids. But w what world do they live in? No, it's it's serious. Like, I, I, I see these stories. It's no wonder you get these super entitled, you know, college yeah. students who, that when, like, have you seen that video in New York during the riots where this woman is screaming at the cops in their face and they keep saying, move, get back. And she goes, or effing what? And then the cop <laughs> goes, she's coming. And he grabs her and she goes, no, no. Ah, right. And starts calling to her friends. That's the classic. Yeah, yeah. That's the classic move. Because she's never been told, like, Here's how you appropriately deal in like these circumstances. I mean, listen, I was like a troublemaker growing up, and I've had run-ins with the cops, and I'm not like some pro cop guy, right? But also, like I've had times where a cop beat me up. I've you know been tons of nights in the drunk tank and all that stuff. But I never really like it. Still sucked, and I you know I was like Yo, cops are kind of losers. But I didn't come out <laughs> of it being like. I was innocent completely. And I'm not saying everyone else isn't, but like most of the times that I did it, I, I like look back and I was like, yeah, I was a little out of hand that night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it, you know, I, I grew up and everybody I know in my neighborhood was told like, hey, man, when you get pulled over, you got to do. You got to turn, you turn, you turn, you turn the engine off, take the keys out, put them on the dash, put your wallet on the dash, put your, you know, turn the radio down, turn the dome light on, put your hands on the, on the wheel yeah. and wait for the officer to walk up. And then when he asks for your ID, it's right there in front of you. 
and the, and you do that just to make sure everybody feels safe and secure. It's like these progressives act like I was told put on F the police full volume full blast really? and then stare at him without blinking <laughs> and hold your and hold your hand in your shirt <laughs> as he walks up and give him a look. No, don't do that. Don't do, any don't of this, do anything please. like oh my that. Gosh. I've had some wild co- the, but like you know, it's this the problem is it's with all this stuff is they shove it down your face so much and then the the times when they when they're actually like, oh, the cops are wrong there. It's hard to defend because you just, it's like when they're like, everyone's racist, everyone's racist. Then you, there actually is one. You're like, I'm just done hearing about people being racist. <laughs> yeah. But I've had, this is the one that always makes me laugh. There was, when at my old house in Toronto, these cops busted into our house in the middle of the night. This is at like 3 a.m. They knocked down the door and came in. They had guns. There was like Whoa. five or six of them. Came in with guns, busted down the door. They started flipping our mattresses. They go, everyone cuffed up. Put, and there was girls there too. So they put the girls, they're all crying like, Ugh. You know, they're like, you know, 20 year old girls. Like, why yeah. are we, what is, who are you people? <laughs> you know, so anyways, they bring us out on the thing, make us sit there. It's like winter. And then eventually when this all said and done, they're like, who's so-and-so? And we're like, none of us. And then they were going, is this not Five Ab Street? And they're like, oh, they were at the wrong house. Damn. This Dude. is for real. And then nothing happens. They turned our house upside down. Then they just go, all right, well, good. You better not have any guns. <laughs> they just sort of move on to the next house. So you're like, you know, it's not like cops are always in the right. No, means, I, I but, but and yeah. I think I think I mean so so you're talking about Canada though, right? Yeah, I mean cops are probably worse here than Canada, don't you? Yeah, think? but that story was in was in yeah, Toronto. Yeah. So you're, you, I mean the six is the hood. I mean you wouldn't last a day there. It's a real tough place. <laughs> oh right, <laughs> sure. no, you grew up in I, Chicago. I was uh, I had a place near um, used what used to be called Comiskey Park. Now it's U.S. Cellular Field in Chicago. It's uh, where the White Sox play. And one day, me and my friends are playing. We were playing GTA, and the cops just kick our door in, and they come up with their guns out. And they're screaming. I can't. I, it's it's been so long, but they were like, "Where's Jimmy?" or something like that. And the three of us are just like, "Who?" And he's like, "Where's Jimmy?" It's like me and two of my friends. No one's name thing. is no one's name is Jimmy. And then they they, they walk through the house looking around, and and we were like, "We moved in two months ago." And they were like, "Oh," and they leave. Oh my god! Like that should be pretty high on the checklist before you break a door down. Is make sure we got the right one. Well, they did. It yeah. was the right address. Oh, it was the right. But address. whoever yeah, whoever they, they were did. looking for didn't live there anymore. Mm-hmm. And so these cops, no warrant, nothing. I guess they were looking for some guy. And they, Chicago's got cop problems, man. They were looking they, for LeBron James. Is who they were looking for. What they, were doing. they saw a Tesla out front, and they were <laughs> they they knew. Yeah, imagine LeBron James had like a really good point because the cops are legitimately like, yo, wouldn't it be funny to pull LeBron over like once a week? <laughs> and then he's like, I'm telling you, these cops are after me. And they're like, oh, LeBron James, the cops are out to get you. <laughs> he's like, I swear. It's a conspiracy. And then like, uh, there's, there's a, you know, one of his, his manager is talking to somebody and he's like, I'm telling you, there's cops. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and then the manager's like, he's just, you know, he's a little. Yeah, he's, he, all, he, they he, they're he's everywhere. <laughs> I mean, oh, I mean, five oh LeBron. But you, you know, what's funny. Uh, you're making a joke. But that's exactly what it sounds like they're saying. Yeah, it's not that far off. Yeah. yeah, man. So I wonder I wonder if this is offensive enough that YouTube's gonna be like, let's turn this one off, you know. This oh, guy's this saying, video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? This is YouTube uh, is is nuts, man. The censorship is getting crazy. Shells, yeah, man. they were they were hard on I told you I did this stock market video. Yeah. But you know you know how it's like you never know what they're gonna get you for. You're always like, Oh, this one's a little crazy and then nothing and then they get you for something, you're like, What? That's oh, nothing. Dude. I, I I have I have videos where it's like I was talking about Joe Biden. Yeah. Joe Biden gets accused by these women of, you know, being a little touchy feely with him. And, and it's like this big scandal. And I'm like, Joe Biden did this. He did that. And they're like, all good. Yeah. And then I do a video about like a TV show and they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't talk about sex and yeah. stuff like that. What do you. And then it's, it's the craziest thing to me. I, I, I can I do a segment and it's like 
they, they have this thing called self-certification on YouTube where you choose, does this yeah. appear in your video? Yeah, I do that too. Yeah, and so I'll be like, it's serious topical analysis. There's nothing too crazy. I don't show you know graphic image or anything like that. And I have no idea, no idea why. Some videos are good, some are bad. And so I'm constantly in, in talks with Google and I'm like, okay, let me get this straight. Like this video right here is good. And there's, it's, a, it's a story where I'm talking about a guy who took a bullet in the chest and then dropped dead. Another guy who got a bullet to the head. That's okay. And we're showing the guy with the gun, just not any graphic imagery. Yes. Okay, now this one, I talked about Kamala Harris running with Joe Biden and you flagged that as hate speech. That one's offensive. Yeah. That one's got to go. And there were, uh, well, yeah. And then because, the video where you're yelling the N-word for two hours straight. <laughs> but yeah, you know, but, but the crazy thing is, G2G. you actually can say and use slurs on YouTube so long as it's not directed at. Yeah, I guess so, right? But yeah. they, they will throttle you. They'll demonetize you. They just. They don't uh, love it. They, they won't ban you for doing it. They're like, yo, it's well, chill, but like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, we don't love we, it. We we'll totally love. get it, man. You know, it's, yeah, it's yeah, cool. Listen. Like, do your thing, but just, you know, like, we're not going to tell the neighbors about it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So, so uh, you've got, you've got the woke racist video. Yeah. The two guys wearing shirts. One guy's woke. One guy's, they believe the exact same things. Yeah. And that one you didn't have any problems with? No, that didn't get censored everywhere. But I've had lots of stuff censored over the years. But the, I just thought it was funny that I did the stock market. Video. Like, basically, the premise was, like, the stock market's kind of overvalued. It was, like, not even anything crazy. It, and it got censored everywhere. That's so weird. Dude, like, uh, like TikTok took it down twice. Then it got, what? like, demonetized. And then it got... Um, like the the thing on Twitter that says you know it has shocking content or whatever. Wow. It is. And wait, so so wait wait explain what the video is like. What's the premise of this of the sketch? Basically, it's the economy and the stock market, and the economy is like a bro partying, like whoa yeah, this is never gonna end. And the economy is like we're very sick because there's Siamese <laughs> twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy's like maybe you're sick. Like success is just a state of mind. He's looking at Gary V's. Maybe, maybe it's a Siamese twin. Is, is that actually offensive? Is it? Con- I didn't even say Siamese. I said conjoined. 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 Yeah. Yeah, because I know that's a big problem right yeah, now. What is, yeah, what is? Why do we call it Siamese? It was because there was like two famous people who were Siamese, right? I think so. So I think it was because it was like a circus act. Like it was oh. a Siamese. Yeah, yeah kind of terrible. And so well, the guy who started the circus tweeted something bad in uh, 1842. <laughs> that makes sense. They he found that not so. He chiseled something into a <laughs> into a tablet that is now considered racist. 150. Years I don't later. think. Uh, does Siam, Siam doesn't exist. It's no, Burma. I, I, maybe it's that, but it's, it's hard. I, I, <laughs> like your factual inaccuracies. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you use the name of a country that's no longer in existence. Therefore, no, but I, I think it's hilarious that you made a video. I, it, it makes the conspiracy theory alarm bell start going crazy. Yeah, there, there's definitely a lot of conspiracy theory alarm bells that kind of go off on all that stuff. But the funny thing that I think I was kind of saying this to you before, but the funny thing about satire is how these places decide what uh, they can put on and what they don't is they transcribe uh, correct me if I'm wrong because you probably know more than this yeah. than me but they they t- transcribe what's happened in the video and on YouTube then, and yeah right partly yeah yeah, yeah. So into it's, text and then they flag certain phrases and they can actually and stuff like do that, right? they can actually visualize the text so like if you do a thumbnail that says i don't know like a racial slur it can break the image down and detect the text in the image. Right. And, but also, the, the words you say, it's, it's, there's actually, I think it was... So you can't just do the white power sign willy-nilly anymore. Oh, yeah, they'll find <laughs> out. and It'll translate the text. And yeah. The, uh, I think it was Keemstar. He said, uh, he said a word that I'm going to be very careful and enunciate very, very carefully. It starts with E, then there's a hyphen, and the word girl. And the reason why I separated that in that way is because, is because YouTube recognizes that word as... Basically, one of the N-words. Really? E-girl. 
say it fast. Mm. And the translator said a word you can't say. Very And he got demonetized. Yeah, so a lot of people don't realize sometimes the demonetization is because the computer doesn't differentiate between similar sounding words. You know, like, if... The, 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 I was thinking about this a while ago because I was, uh, I can't remember, I was at, I was at like a, a French restaurant or something and I was thinking about the similarities. Wait, bragging? Oh, yes, that's right. We had escargot. No, it was, <laughs> no, it was literally like some New York, you know, French-themed restaurant. Yeah. And I started Pierre thinking, is poutine. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Poutine. That's, that's, that's Canada. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, no, but I was thinking but about sorry. how like if you spoke very quickly, you could, you, you, you're priming yourself to someone else, like to someone who doesn't speak English in a very weird way. Like if you said, Mr. and my sister, like right. a, a person who doesn't speak English might not realize Mr. is a dude and my sister, they might hear the same thing. Yeah, like my ex, I was saying, I think we should break up and she heard, I'm going to stay here for another two years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She, exactly the same. There's all oh, yeah. these linguistic problems and you speak <laughs> quick. But YouTube mangles up what you say because we talk fast. And then all of a sudden yeah. you're so maybe maybe what happens is you're talking about the stock market and like have you looked at the the tax that's all like a bunch of I like, said is this you know is, all, is is real and they were like <laughs> I'm oh stock market in Israel okay oh, we man, know what's yeah, going on yeah. here loud and clear get him out of here I'm, I've been willing to bet I'm talking about the Federal Reserve and I accidentally say yep. Israel you, you're gonna get oh, look 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 I'm willing to bet a lot of conspiracy theorists are going like oh. Yeah, you talk about the Fed. You talk about the stock market. Right. They shut you down. To, but, put the... so you know, you know what's funny is uh, they're, they're, it, it has come up. People talk about censorship of conservatives. You know, a lot on on social media, and mm-hmm. and, and, and it's, it's real. But it's it's not so much that uh, it's conservatives. It's anti-establishment orthodoxy. So cons- I would agree. Yeah, conservatives for the most part are the ones, especially Trump supporters. So they see the most of it. But there are leftists like anti-war, anti-establishment who do get censorship sometimes, but for the most part, like the establishment orthodoxy of the left is typically okay. And that, yes. that, that was another thing you were bringing up earlier that was really fascinating that uh, you mentioned YouTube can't detect satire. Yeah, so that's what I was going to say that because if, so that's one of the reasons why people will do videos being like, oh, I'm like a Q guy, right? And then bet you say all this stuff. You're like, oh, Trump's doing this and he's the pedophile rings and hydroxychloro and whatever. Whatever, I don't know. I'm sure people on the internet are like, that's not what they think. I don't know. But if, <laughs> if you say like, oh, I'm going to make fun of like the far right or something and you say all their talking points, then YouTube goes like, you're not allowed to say that stuff. Take yep. it down. But if I come on and I'm kind of like, oh, there's 75 genders and whatever, right? They take that phrase and they're like 75 genders. We see no Checks problem out. with that. Yep. Yep. Good to go. Good yeah. to go. Yeah, because you're making fun of it, but they can't tell the sarcasm. Yep. So they're, you're making fun. <laughs> so, so I... I you, you were telling me that earlier, and I was like, that's so a really... you just have to say everything sarcastically and wink. But a, right, right, right. <laughs> women are equal to men. <laughs> <laughs> and, again, and, and YouTube's going to translate that, and the computer's going to see it as a literal statement. Yeah, they're going to say, this guy's bang on, dude. Let's yeah. <laughs> throw, this, throw this MF in the algorithm. He's right, boom. Sure. Tr- truth bombs on this channel. <laughs> you, 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 have you seen uh, what happened at this uh, bookstore? This is hilarious. Do you know uh, Titania McGrath? Yes. So, so they did a, a display of all of these woke books, and one of the books they put on the pedestal was Woke by Titanium, Titanium McGrath, Andrew Doyle's yeah, you know, yeah. satire project. And so you have, like, you know, white fragility and, like, you know, white whatever, and then there's Woke, and it just, it, they, they didn't, it's, this, I got, oh, it's indistinguishable. It's hard for me to get out. It's just, he, it's dude, indistinguishable. He constantly, he constantly does articles where they, you know, basically prove his article. <laughs> 
Dude, I've had a few of those where like I made jokes and stuff, and then the next day you're like, yeah, no, that's that's what they're doing for real. <laughs> dude, how many how many times has like the Babylon Bee or the Onion come true now? Dude, it's it's like they're predicting the future at this point. I'm gonna need them yeah. to stop writing some of these articles. Yeah. It's nonsense. Some of it's getting like creepy predictable, but man, it- there was uh, one thing that always made me laugh. Just because, and I also bring it up because you you worked at Vice. But because I, I kind of hit them hard and but I did an article. There's this girl that got fired from Vice. Right. And she was like really mad. Like they're getting rid of I'm the only person speaking for trans people. But like the answer is like no one's reading these articles because right. garbage. And it was all like, you know, why men are cutting off their penises in solidarity when they're not even. Trans. Is that what she was really writing? Dead serious. So basically, I, I used half of the Vice articles and half ones I made made up, and no <laughs> no one could tell the difference, like you know yeah. why animals are actually trans, and there's all, all this kind of stuff, right? Yeah. But when I was, uh, I kind of go hard on them too because I remember when I was this one I was in Canada. I did they kind of came to Canada and they're like, oh, we're gonna spend. They made this big venture deal and kind of said we were gonna spend money and then didn't really. But I was in a meeting with the guy and he said for me verbatim, we were, I was talking about like the show about some guys in bands and stuff like that, and he's like. We're trying to do stuff with things like refugees, like stuff that's hot right now. <laughs> Whoa. Dude, the guy at Vice looked me in the eyes and said, we want to do refugees because they're hot right now. For like, yeah. For what? Like entertainment content? Yeah. Like we want, or we want articles Dude. and shows about refugees because that's what's up right now. And I'm never, for, I forget that. I'm- I've, I've got similar stories, man. I worked for uh, one company where I was, I was uh, talking to one of the higher ups. They were really confused about what the, the direction of the company. Because when the editor-in-chief was asked by, like, their salespeople, what's the mission of our media outlet? He goes, gender. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, it's not an exaggeration. I am not making a joke. Like, I'm a serious guy. Okay? And they were like, huh? And he what goes, is it's it? our whole thing for next year. And they were like, okay. okay. And then he said, right. oh, what is it good for? <laughs> I, I'm like, could you imagine, dude, like, Vice walking up to you and being like, we're really interested in, like, refugees for entertainment like yeah what and you're like what about him it's like that's yeah, where you, come in. <laughs> <laughs> you got any jokes yeah well i was saying that i was like because it was a show about bands and stuff and i'm like what am i gonna do <laughs> the refugees with our new hit song uh staying alive oh my gosh oh my God, dude. <laughs> i approve dude dude it's wild yeah but there, there's also this funny thing in entertainment that one comedy especially like i'm there's this weird thing where some people think that if you're you know when some people have the idea that you're certain groups you're not supposed to make jokes about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's kind of like, but you go, imagine you were in a group of friends where it's like, you can talk about him, but like, don't talk about, you know, don't make jokes about James or whatever. And, every, and James is like, yo, dude, I don't, that's, and then I'm not really in the group right. if we can't talk, you know? And I've always said that when you do stand up, you actually look at people that make fun of everyone. Everyone kind of leaves like a pressure release and they feel better. It's I mean, obviously if there's like a guy in a wheelchair and you rail on him nonstop, but if you just treat him like everyone else, people actually yeah. like that way better. But when you kind of set those tones, it puts in a weird situation, especially this is why there's all these conflicting agendas. Cause they go diversity is really good. And we need like diversity in sketches. Right. But a lot of sketch comedy, you're making fun of the thing. Right. So they're like, you need women and trans people in sketches. Also, you can't make fun of them. <laughs> and you go, so what? Like my comedy sketches just have to have like, you know, Indian trans people that are the heroes. And yeah. like, that's not really. And so there's no joke. Well, you should go, what am I like? I'm fine with putting. So I always say, it's funny when they ever go like, there needs to be more diversity in common. You're like loud and clear, lots of black guys. Yeah. <laughs> you did, you, black comics kick, you know, they're very funny, right? Have you ever seen like an actual woke comedy set? 
a woke comedy set. That's majority of comedy right now. Really? You think so? There's no... Well, I mean, have you... If turn on Netflix, I mean... For sure. Right, right, right. But I mean, like... I mean, you've got... I don't know, Amy Schumer, what would that, would that qualify? I mean, Amy Schumer kind of, she's more like Hollywood woke where you get really famous and then you kind of go, oh, that offensive stuff I was doing before was a character. Right. But right. actually I'm part of the good guys. Yeah. You know, yeah and yeah, that's, yeah. that's more like the, like, let me keep my famous guy spot. You're kind of like, <laughs> how do I stay famous? Okay. What do we like now? Okay. Who's what, 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 what do I have to say? Give me the yeah. list. I'll just, you know, run down. That's what that feels out. like. No, but there's, the funny part is if you go like, you know, in Brooklyn or whatever, there's like a whole genre of comedy where they're coming out and they'll be like, you know, uh, my dad doesn't even think the gender exists, and Trump's so orange, and you know, whatever, right? <laughs> it's. Um, Did you? S- no, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, they're just. It's they're using all the buzzwords, right? right like right. whether gender and non-binary and all this stuff. But you go to the problem is you go outside of any like metropolitan's little pocket of those people, and no one knows what you're talking about. Yeah, it's so, it's 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 crazy. They've created. I, I I think it's social media. They've created this microscopic bubble. It's, yeah. it's it's I mean it's decently large. It's probably millions of people. But well, it also rel- has like the industry power and yep. you know. So you get these people who are saying things that make literally no sense to anybody. Regular they people. Go, oh, I'm sorry that I'm not part of your heteronormative thing. And you're they're like, we're not against that. We don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I, what 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 is what is that? Is that like a science term or something? And then they say yeah. it's not my job to educate you. Yeah, yeah. And well, and then but the kind of idea is those people. And then I feel like the problem is you see them online, and, and then a lot of these people will see comedy like people like me or whatever and they go oh sorry that you can't just make your like racist jokes anymore and you're <laughs> oh you can't oh be, that the world doesn't want to hear that comedy and you go they actually do though and yeah. it's like you know i do like like people and you go i'm like i'll bury you in front of your fans in a comedy club like i don't know <laughs> who you like they think comedy isn't real but so the problem is most of the world are just normal people they go to comedy clubs and they laugh and they're like yeah like make fun of everyone this is hilarious and then there's this sect of the internet that controls a lot of power that goes we're gonna add a third rung to this where it's like there's a contract between you and the audience the audience laughs we're gonna watch it after (laughs) we're gonna watch it after the fact and be like yeah well they're stupid they shouldn't be watching shouldn't be laughing you're wrong for doing those jokes and you're like What's the problem? Everyone had a good time, and you're like, well, they shouldn't be having a good time. Do do they think, like, the, the people in the audience are part... It's like they're part of the act. He thinks like they're the, too stupid. You know, no, like... They, like, they, they, like they don't know what's best for them. The, I, I, watched, I watched the special. I think it was from Vice about a woke comic, and they explained that the best way to be woke and do comedy is to make fun of yourself. And so it was, like, really... Like, self, self-deprecating humor is fine. Like, Rodney Dangerfield was, like, legit. That dude ragged at himself endlessly, and it was funny. Yeah. But some of this is just kind of, like, it's really oh, bad. it's a depression off, yeah. Yeah, seriously. But, I mean, yeah, if you take every other target off the table, I mean, that... That's all that is you. <laughs> but, I, yeah, I mean, I think that those well comics have, like... I don't think there's a shortage of them being, like, oh, I'm sorry that a white man showed up. Yeah. So for them to say that they're not uh, hitting targets, when, just... when I was watching this, you know what it felt like? It felt like the audience and the comedian were doing a show for the cameras, like a Potemkin comedy show. Yeah. Where the, the, the journalists come in and they're like, so can woke comedy exist? And they're like, yes. And the comic, <laughs> the comic is like, hello, friends. Here's joke. I'm yeah. ugly. And they go, yay. <laughs> yeah. Don't laugh too hard, though. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. Jazz hands, please. Yeah. Yeah, it's a cosplay of a comedy show. But they want people to think it's real. Com- it's, it's, yeah. You know, you know what it really is? I think, um, what did someone call it? Clapter? Yeah, of course. And, and you know what the thing is about, like, you do your thing and everyone does their thing. If you guys want to go do, like, your kind of hipster thing or whatever, and 
and pretend, you know, tell like you know, there's there's bands that the guy rolls around on the ground while hitting a tambourine and that's a band. And like I'm not saying they shouldn't be able to do that. And I get like the hipster element of it. Yeah. But the problem is then to go and be like, oh, look at these bands playing chords, you know, so it's yeah, yeah, yeah. that's kind of what the, it's, chords it's, are offensive. Yeah. I don't care what anyone does, but it's like once we get into conversations about who's allowed to do what and you start being puritanical with these fringe beliefs and that actually kind of hold a lot of um, institutional power. That's when you start to be like, all right, I was going to be fine. Let you do your thing. But now you're telling me what to do. So now we kind of feel like we're at war. So you, you did. You've, you've done a bunch of these videos. You got one recently left and right. It's like a basketball basketball team. Like yeah. you're trying to pick teams. You just describe it real quick because that, that one's good too. And then well, we'll this is what um, I've kind of been saying this a lot. Is like a lot of people on the internet really were for the most part kind of apolitical. You know, to some degree, they're like, I don't know, yeah, maybe I'm down for socialized healthcare, but I don't really like being told what to do. Like, I don't care if gay people. But like yeah. most people, I would say there's a good sixty percent of people before people kind of came in and said, no, no, you got to pick a side, right? You're on the side, and if and then you go, and then most people are like. The, especially people that grew up in metropolitans are like, all right, I guess like I'm on the left or whatever, right? Yeah. And they're like, well, do you believe this, this, and this? And you're like, I don't know, that seems like a lot. Do you, do you believe this guy shouldn't be able to say this on the internet? Do you believe? And they they have this insane laundry list of things you need to believe. And then if you don't believe them, they go, this guy's right wing. And yeah. then eventually, some people go, all right, whatever. Then fine, I'm right wing, because some you know it's like everyone's doesn't have. Like I'm, I, me and people like me and you think about this stuff probably more than other people because it's kind, it's your job. You're yeah. essentially like a, you know, we're social commentators for a living. So you probably, have, and it probably even came, it probably took you a few years to sort of realize how to infer, interface with like everyone yelling at you and telling you you're bad for saying this and you go, what? So I think for normal people, they just get, they think in terms of Socratic logic where everyone just yells at them and they're like, if you don't think this, you're on the right. And they're going, oh, I guess I'm on the right. Then they go, yeah. oh, look at this. He's on the right. Fire him. <laughs> and you're like, well, you're the one who pushed me over here. And the left wing's kicking everyone out. So they're like an exclusive club. And they're basically saying, uh, if you want to be here, you need to be like VIP. You need to have this much money a year. Like either the exclusive club. Black tie suit. Yeah. You know, dress up for it. Yeah. And the right wing's taking recru recruits right now, right? Yep. So they're like, everyone's in. That's why everyone's people be in. Like, you know what? They'll be like, oh, I have socialized. I like socialized healthcare. They're like, ah, whatever. Get in here. You know what I mean? <laughs> Come on in. Yeah. And they want. And we'll I argue like, about it. Right? So I feel like the way that they want to describe it is different because the truth is it's like they're the church and everyone's like the church like if you want to get into heaven this is the you know the left wing we're the good yeah. one right if you want to be part of the good guys the good guys then uh you got to list you know, here's the commandments and then the bar down the streets like yo we're kind of just partying over here and then they're like look the devil's down the street and they're like we're actually just drinking beers but and then they're like if you go there you're either with the church or you're with the bar and everyone's like dude i just want to go to a comedy show and laugh with my friends without you scolding me yeah. and i think that's how most people see the world and i don't think they a lot of these people uh realize how much people they're turning off by you know being puritanical so in the sketch there's two guys it's you and oh, you're were we supposed to talk about the sketch oh, no 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 you <laughs> no, that's I'm fine just joking. so <laughs> so you're wearing you're you're the left wing guy and the guy the other dude's the right wing guy yeah and then you're basically screaming at them. And like the one guy's like, I'm, as I'm on your team. And you're like, well, tell me 240 of your opinions or something. Yeah, yeah. The funny part, my, the fun, my favorite part is when the guy goes, I guess I'm on the right. And the right wing guy leans over and goes, you see this thing that Donald Trump said about coronavirus? It's kind of reasonable, right? And he goes, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, that, that sure really <laughs> does feel like a lot of people being like, I guess I'll be on the right. And then the right is like very like, I don't know, kind of like tame. Yeah. Hey, look at this meme from Trump. And they're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Well, I even thought the like the response to these videos sometimes is so 
the microcosm of the actual video. Like I made this video basically saying there's these three people that are like, okay, I'll be on the left. The left wing's like, no, you got to be on the right, right? I released this video and then everyone's kind of like, look at these like right wing people. <laughs> and this is crazy. But the, the, a tiny group, there's a tiny group of, you know, radical kind of left wing people with lots of followers that said, oh, as if, and everyone else, like every normal person from the right, the left was like, that's exactly how I see it. And you yep. go, you know, and then because normal people see themselves as one of the three players, that's right. like, and the radicals <laughs> see themselves. Oh, you're making fun of me, and you're like, well, interesting that you see yourself as the one yelling at people and not the normal person that just yeah. wants to play basketball. Exactly. So, I mean, that kind of says more about you than it does about the video. I think. You think you think it's going to get better because there, like, there, there's a lot of comedians that are Joe Rogan, for instance. I mean, not not only not does, familiar with them. No, oh well, he's he's, he's a great comedian. You, you know, you should definitely Such check a, out his work. UFC announcer guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. You you probably he, he's funny. Um, but you know when when I think about his podcast being so big, and he does conversations along with his comedy, and his comedy hits at both sides, and it's really funny. Then you've got people like uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Jonathan Pye. He, yeah, yeah. He's super. His his I I saw his show, and it was one of the funniest shows I've ever seen. It was mm -hmm. amazing. That dude's great. And he was working with Andrew Doyle, who did Titanium McGrath. So they they hit it out of the park. And the, and 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 you've also got Ricky Gervais, you yeah. got Dave Chappelle, and and they're 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 willing to, to say like f you, I'll be I'll be offensive. Yeah. So I wonder if that that resilience among those like high profile comedians is going to allow us to actually like well, well, I guess you can put it this way: Will comedy save us from the the insanity? Because regular people, like you said, see themselves as the normal the normal basketball players. Yeah. Not as a left wing guy. I guess my question is: Are you optimistic or pessimistic about, pessimistic about where this is going culturally? It seemed like it was it was kind of dying down a little bit because the the common thought has already been lost. So I was doing stand up clubs every night, and you kind of say things, and you see, I wasn't like you know saying like, "Isn't this stuff crazy?" That's what I was kind of saying like five years ago, and over the last three years, it was kind of like, "Oh yeah, crazy woke stuff." Like everyone's kind of rolling their eyes at it already. COVID bubbled it back up like crazy. Um, so as far as like the counterculture, it's strong in the counterculture. That is the com like the t 10, 15 best comics in the world right now, in my opinion, aren't part of the industry system. And everyone kind of sees that they go, yeah. they go, why, when I watch this, it's crappy. And when I watch the people that aren't endorsed, you like what Netflix does kind of, you know, it's not to say that there isn't good people on these stations, but late night used to be worth something, right? Like you go, oh, this guy was on, you know, Colbert five times. Like, oh my God. Whereas now it's like, you have a friend that goes, yo, God, come check out these chicks. They're so hot. And you're like the first time you're like, well, that girl wasn't that hot. And then like the five more times he keeps bringing twos around and you're like, all right, like, I don't think I'm going to listen to this guy's vouches anymore. Yeah. So that's kind of what the industry's done. Right. And they're, they're in this um, loop because it used to be, let's say you were like a record label, right. And you were you had, you know, rock was happening when rap was popping off. And you're like, we need to switch to that. You could probably, you're going to be a little late because they're big boats and they take a long time to turn. And maybe you fire everyone and get a new regime. To, we're going to be a rap label now because we don't want to miss this big movement. They usually do miss it. That's why there's yeah. all these rapper millionaires. But what happens with this stuff is if you went to these places now that have that culture, like Vice or whatever, and you go, hey, this stuff's kind of like drying up. People hate it. <laughs> like, it's not doing good. No one wants to watch it. And then... And then you go, so we want to switch. And they go, you want to switch from helping the underprivileged? So it's not like, oh, you don't want to be a rock and roll guy anymore. It's like, what do you mean? You're going to switch from being anti-racist? You want Does that mean you want to be a Nazi? Yeah, we're going to make a culture shift from uh, in company. We're going to make an internal culture shift from fighting racism. Like what? It's like my boss. I'm, I'm on Twitter now. My boss is a Nazi. And the guy's like, okay, 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 okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. Keep, keep churning out articles about why trans people are awesome. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I feel like uh, the culture war is like 
I don't know, an anchor, I guess. Yeah. It, it latched onto all these industries and it's dragging them down and they can't do anything about it. And they've created their own loops too. Like every, a lot of these stations are funded by advertisers, right? So they go to the advertisers like Dove Soap, like this is the culture, like you gotta be woke, right? Dove's like, well, okay, we're woke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Posting the things like, yo, women rule or whatever, right? <laughs> and then essentially they go to buy stuff and they're like, hey, we're gonna do an edgy program. And Dove's like, yo, we're not doing that. We're woke. And they're like, well, you don't have to be woke. They're like, you're the one that told us to be woke. So I, I, know, I know what's really going on with Dove Soap. Yeah. Do you, do you know the secret? You brought up Dove, not you me. You tell me, yeah. You know Dove launched that Real Beauty campaign. Oh, yeah. Where it's, it's a brilliant like, campaign. Yeah, it's like the women are, you know, kind of overweight. Not yeah. not morbidly. I but didn't. I didn't see it that way. I just saw them as perfect. But okay, in- interesting. Sure, that's how sure. you saw it. Yeah, it, it is. It is. So, uh, but that's. I saw of, them as delicious. Do you know? Do you know who owns Dove? Funny. Um, my guess, if I had to pick Richard Spencer, <laughs> close. Unilever. Unilever Same owns thing. Dove Soap. What's Unilever? It's just this massive conglomerate, oh, big nice. major corporation owns a bunch of companies. Okay. So they own Dove. They also they also own another company, Ben and Jerry's. So, so that's this, a good conspiracy. It's yeah, a great like conspiracy, it. <laughs> but it's is it really a conspiracy? I mean, think about it. You're a, you're a dude who works at Unilever. I mean, I mean, for real. It's it's I, it's not even uh, it's good stuff. It's not even a conspiracy. Think about it. You're the guy who works at Unilever. You're going yeah. through the books, and they're like, "How can we improve?" They're like, "We got a problem. We're trying to get you know uh, moms to eat a pint of Ben and Jerry's every night." Yeah, and they don't want to because we got these commercials of all these super thin women, and they're like, <laughs> "Boom." Yeah, yeah. Do the Dove commercials for women who are normal, even though they are overweight, and that way again, we- I don't see it that way, but sure, sure. <laughs> and then, but it's it, so so. Arguably, it's a conspiracy, but I actually think it's more of a um, a circumstance of the system. I hope that's true, dude. Like, the, if ever a document came out, like, if we, if, <laughs> dude, if you're from WikiLeaks and you're on this, <laughs> if you could find an internal email being like, "Yo, let's do like a fat soap campaign." <laughs> I want it to be true. I really do. We need to sell more ice cream. Yo, being chubby's awesome because we just acquired a pork grind company (laughs) and we need to rocket ship this. Dude, that'd be the best. I'm not saying that there was like, I'm not saying I think there's a guy at Unilever going like, here's the plan. I think it's very simple that it's a system. They also acquired a shampoo commercial, and that's why they've been telling girls they shouldn't shave their armpits. Because yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Hey, why not? Yeah, yeah it yeah. makes perfect sense. Well, Sell ten percent more shampoo, but they don't own the razors. If they do, right. if they buy the razor company, they're going to be like, "Yeah, we were wrong. Shave them." Well, but here's here, here's the thing: it's actually super feminist to shave. So them. we were off on that. We talk about get woke, go broke. Like we got the, like we started with the yeah. NBA story. I actually think I I kind of brought this up. I think a lot of people miss is that there's get broke, go woke. It's the inverse, right? Like you, you've heard of get woke. Yeah, yeah. Broke. They're, they're like, there's only one way out of this. Exactly, feminism. Yes, like, we're a bank, <laughs> <laughs> right? But but for real, dude. Like uh, uh, you saw that Gillette toxic masculinity commercial. Yeah, where it's like I actually changed everything after watching that. Yeah, I was mid beating my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> you said to stop. I just go it's like, wow, what? <laughs> so, what? So this this commercial was about toxic masculinity, and it's. Uh, <laughs> Basically, it's the epitome of bad advertising. Yeah. But it turns out a lot of people were like, oh, Gillette got woke, go broke. They did this woke commercial. They lose money. And I'm like, they were losing money. So they did the woke commercial. They didn't un- They didn't know what to do because sales were going down. And they thought maybe oh, we this can- was part of the scramble. Yeah. Exa- so I, I think I, so. One thing that was eating away at Gillette you have to do was something so drastic. It just might work. We're going to do something really drastic. 
We're going to make a pro-women commercial. Well, oh, no, 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 no. It was anti-man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm just so, kidding. Like. So this, this, whole, this whole thing's really, really funny, but because of like Dollar Shave Club and Harry's, cheaper razors delivered every month, they've been losing money. So then all of a sudden this ad comes out where they're like, men do better. And they just pissed every guy off. I mean, like yeah. not, not every single one of the, the woke white, fe- like are the woke feminist dudes were like, yeah, I, I, I'm a feminist. So yeah. cool. they can't grow beards anyway. I'm kidding. Uh, I can't. Oh, but a lot of them have beards, if you know what I mean. Gosh. Oh yeah. No, they're 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 uh, they're abusers. I got. I'm gonna be careful. You know, Just you, blanket statement. You're, well, all, you're, you're all abusers. Yeah. All of you. Yeah. Well, you know. You know the reset the clock meme, right? Uh, reset the clock. Yeah, it's a meme. No. It's it's uh, whenever a male feminist turns out to be a sexual abuser, reset the clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did because, ab- I did a video absolve yourself by canceling others. Oh well, yeah, yeah. But it, but it, it happens enough to where you know. It's it's become a meme, but the funny thing uh, about the clock. Gillette and uh, with the NBA, I think what happens is they're losing money, and they think we are not with it anymore. And it wasn't even them; it's like their advertising agency be yeah. like, "Trust me, we got the goods here." You know, if my if it's I was, just, <laughs> what are you thinking? It's just a, a, a like a easel, and they just flip the page. It's just men crossed out, <laughs> <laughs> just. Like, yeah. And they're like, but we sell razors too, man. Mm, that's your that's 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 the you problem right it. there. That's yeah. patriarchal thinking. Yeah, you're not getting it. Yeah, you're not getting. It. Can we get someone in here who understands uh, <laughs> how to sell and understands business? Yeah. So they they end up doing these ads, and it's a response, in my opinion, it's a desperation to be hip. Yeah. So so you mentioned the the, the advertisers because I I've experienced this too when I was I mentioned that company right that I worked for this media company and they uh, a lot of people know is Fusion they wanted to get woke and it was because. It was because of these these marketing consultants. Dude, so, so the worst. if I was going to have an actual conspiracy theory, it would be that these far leftists immediately got jobs at advertisers. Yes, that's exactly what it is, dude. And it's, I mean, you've ha- probably had videos. I've had videos myself where I put them up. You know that the one we were talking about with the porn stars. Well, yeah, explain, I put it, real that quick. Up. explain it real quick. It's just a. Uh, I don't, I, it's too much swearing and stuff, but basically I made this video with some porn stars and it was like a comedy video. It's on my channel, but like the, it's kind of irrelevant what it was about, but I put it on my, on my TikTok and it did like 2 million views wow. and I lost 20,000 subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> so there is a, you know, there is a possibility of like, a, but if you were, a, if you work for an advertising firm, what happens is you go to these companies and you're like, you hired me to do this advertising campaign. They go back and they go, look at this. We did, you know, 20 right. million impressions like the cpm on that like what a successful campaign and they all like, pop the champagne like one of the most successful can we want to we'll win advertising awards and you're like yeah but what you didn't mention is you know half of those maybe more than half of those was people sharing it saying like i hate this or or it's actually crazier than that so one thing they'll do is and this has been rampant in digital media advertisers will go to these companies and say gender Here's what the young kids want. They yeah, want yeah. to talk about gender. And so then these companies are like, okay, I guess we'll do a big gender thing. And then the advertising company will say, okay, it'll cost you $20,000 for this production. They'll take 10000 and they will buy views. Oh, through, that's the Vice model. Through Google or Facebook. I'm not, I'm not going to say anything. Uh, I know. Uh, Vice has bought some views off of like properties that I've been involved with. Wow, really? Yeah. You, so uh, I, know, I know a little. Elaborate on that. Okay, so basically. If you can. 
Yeah, I mean, this this isn't like a conspiracy. This is just like how that industry works. Yep. Yeah, you know, you're you're playing dumb with me. I'm not, no, <laughs> I, 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 there's, I've I've talked about it quite a bit. <laughs> okay, so yeah, the basically how these models do is they sell the clicks. They say Vice, like we're the cool guy. You know, you want some Vice clicks? We're charging more than other people because you're buying a cool guy. You know. Yeah. So they sell to whatever Red Bull uh, a million clicks at Vice. Vice's articles are bombing right now because they, you know, they were hopping on a trend that's like dying out, and then. And let's say they only get 500,000 clicks for to put on their, you know, the ad on or whatever. Then they go to other websites, you know, let's say, for example, a reductress. Dose.com. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what it was. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I could I, be wrong. Gaymailbathhouse.org. Whatever. Yeah, you know, that, that was one of them. I'm not sure. familiar with it, but, what, you know, <laughs> I've heard that there's articles, uh, there's websites like that. That sounds like Vice, to be honest, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You seen that video? It's where, a shoot off. Yeah. Have you seen the, the the video where the guy's doing a Vice article and he's like he can't think of anything, so he grabs a dildo out of a, a box <laughs> and then he throws it at the wall. Yeah, and then he throws it again. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, uh, and then they buy the clicks, so they go, "Hey, we'll pay you a percentage." Basically, we sold this for five hundred thousand. We can't fulfill it. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's like if I said to someone, "Hey, give a you want to hang out with comedian Ryan Long and Tim Pool? Uh, give us uh, ten thousand dollars, and it'll go to charity." And someone goes, "Oh, I'll you know." I'll pay ten thousand for Tim. I don't want Ryan to come, but yeah, whatever, right? <laughs> so they pay us the ten thousand dollars to hang out with us for a day, and then we go, yeah, me and Tim couldn't make it. But right, 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 right. Know, my 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 boy from high school, uh, we call him uh, we call him uh, B Note. Yeah, he's coming B-note. out. He's gonna have lunch with you. He's usually just here to like t- clean the garbages out, but yeah, he'll yeah. be he'll be hanging out. Dude, I'm telling you, he's cool. He's just like me. Like we grew up. So, so this I can't is... believe it's not Ryan. <laughs> yes, it's a real thing. It's it's actually uh, I forgot. It's it's called like ad rights distribution or something like that. And these companies, it was, it was I, I, in my opinion, I think it's fraud. That's just what I think. Because yeah, it kind if, of is. If I go to you and I'm like, hey, I'm going to say, I've got, you know, 50 million views per month and it's all premium and I'm going to sell. And then what they did was they would go to these small clickbait farms yeah. that just generate as many clicks as possible. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. Sell if, you junk. Yeah. It's like, the big short in a nutshell. Seriously. No, it really is. Yeah. It really is. I've talked, I've talked to people. Right, right, right. Uh, so for those aren't familiar with the Big Short, this is about the financial crash in 08 and like uh, a mortgage-backed securities. It's a documentary about Kevin Hart. Is it? What do you? <laughs> oh no no no! I don't know if he was in it. I'm like, wait, wait, was he? In? <laughs> no no. But so so anyway, the, oh I get it. Yeah. That took me a while. <laughs> it was, I, like, I, it was oh, an on-purpose wow. corny joke. There we so go. Uh, so anyway, what happens is you think you're buying Vice, but you were actually buying. I think it was called. I think it was called Dose. I'm not entirely sure. And if you've, you ever see those websites where it's like the 25 pictures of, you know, Brad Pitt's junk or something? Yeah. And then... No. I mean, I mean, no. No? You've never <laughs> seen <laughs> sure? Uh, yeah, no. Pops uh, up no, off... No, no, I haven't. So, no, don't, check, but, don't check my history. Please. But actually, a, a, real, a real example, I always, I always make that... I, that's my go-to, uh, my, my go-to um, tabloid joke because it's, it was an actual article I saw one time. And was it like in his bathing suit? It was just like pictures of Brad Pitt and like, and like in cameras like Stuff zoomed in. Stuff where his dick was like... Like just zoomed through. in on his pants. I'm like, it's the stupidest <laughs> thing I've ever Why? seen. Yeah, it's they like still random. do that. No, but there's one you've probably seen where it's like these child Maybe actors you've seen it i haven't seen it's it like, <laughs> there, there's this article it's like child actresses who grew up okay and you and then you, when you click it it'll be like 25 and in order to see the next one you got to load a brand new page yes. yeah 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 that's the biggest scam in the book yeah and they were like look at this 12 clicks and they just went through exactly. all the pages yeah and so the bounce rate's ridiculous the watch you know the retention is zero 20 people who are racist and you get 20 clicks because they <laughs> <laughs> yep. They click number one, my dad. Number two, my teacher. Oh my number gosh, three, yeah, Congress. Exactly. Exactly. Congress, and they go through each and every Congress person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so the so the people click these. 
then you end up with 30 clicks. They're worthless junk clicks. Nobody saw any ads. No one saw anything. But then they attach that and say, here we go. We delivered the million views you wanted. Yeah, you got it from Vice. But so w- w- that's, that, 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 that was a huge problem. I don't know if they're still doing it because they kind of all got- They are. They are still doing it. Yes. That's crazy. But it's like going down. Isn't it? People aren't falling for it anymore, aren't they? Well, I mean, I think in this world, like, yeah, there was a while in the advertising world that was like the wild, wild west. I remember even like doing sponsorships to people. And it was kind of one of those like the Dr. Evil thing where they're like, how much do you want for this bi- uh, video? And you're like, a billion dollars. And then they're like, oh, a billion. Well, it's <laughs> oh, a little yeah. high. We'll do, uh, how, how about 900 million? Right. Like, there was, yes. Exactly. There was a while where like these valuations were just insane, right? And then you'd be like, also, can you pay for it? And they're like, sure. And you're like, yo, that's sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are idiots, right? And I think that was a little bit where these kids kind of, you know, younger people go to these companies and they explain it in the way that they're, they go, no, this is just how it works. You don't understand. We, we these are affiliated brands. Like they don't say, no, 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 you're, you're still buying Vice, but these are brands that were affiliated. Like we own these properties and they're part of our empire. Like they kind of right. sell it that. But the other thing you even mentioned and the thing that kind of always makes me laugh is they're kind of going and saying, this is what the kids want or whatever. Right. But the truth is what they're saying is this is what we millennials want. And like the younger people, the people that are 20 hate this stuff. And millennials just can't get past the fact that like, you know, we're the same age. Like we're not that young anymore. You know what I mean? So a lot of these millennials are going around being like, oh, these old guys just don't get it. It's like you're 35, dude. Like you could have four kids and it would be kind of normal. This is what's funny funny about Vice. Like Vice built itself as the CNN of the street. That's what the CEO was saying. And uh just like we're, we're, we got the youth, we're with it. And at the time, like the, the higher ups were like 40. Yeah. They were like, they're Gen Xers, they're, they were in their 40s. I remember when I started working there, man, it's like, wow, it was 10 years ago almost. Yeah. And they did have something, but man, right around the time I started working there, it just became very corporate very, very quickly. But the one thing I was going to mention too, it's not so much about the, the ad rights manipulation where, you know, someone will say, we want, we want to sell, you know, a million ads, a million, a million views. And so they just throw garbage at it. They'll also, here's what they'll do. I'll say to you, I want, uh, uh, I'm going to make a video for you and it'll cost you 10 grand, but I guarantee you, I can get your video a million views. Yeah. And they just run it on, on, on a generic ad run on, on, on YouTube or something. You can get as much as you want if you pay for it. Exactly. But then they come back and they go, look how successful the campaign was. Yeah. It got a million views. Million views and three comments. So, so, so what (laughs) happened? Right. Nine shares. Yep. But you can also buy bot farms. So I think, uh, that's the, that's that's the the ultimate, like, yeah, that's when you're just like, you know what? Like, let's roll the dice. F it. This is this is the crazy. <laughs> like, I don't know, just put a million views on it and then charge them hundred grand. You know? Yep. Uh, look at it, a million views. Like, don't it's, look. It's it's ridiculous to me that it's that simple. Holy holy crap! This video popped off in Nigeria. Look at the analytics. Wow. Yeah. yeah crazy. Don't let well. Don't all let in them. one minute. <laughs> oh man. We got we 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 nailed the the uh, eighteen to ninety nine demographic in India and Turkey. Yeah. No. Uh, when they actually do the click farms, they're they're sophisticated click farms, so yeah. they they can make make it seem like you know I I remember uh, yeah no they're getting better at it. They're like, do you want New York based, Florida based? We can do hipster millennial. We can make it look like anybody. Yeah, and I can't believe this stuff is legal and they get away with it. It's probably I mean I don't know if it's legal. Yeah, you're right. I don't know, but yeah, yeah we, the one thing that just reminded me of with Vice is the so this is another one when they came to Canada they were like. Okay, we want to do, you know, we, they made this big venture deal. So every place that goes to a different country from America, they make these crazy deals with the government where they're like, we're going to make so much content. Don't we're going to give everyone jobs. Like, don't you worry. So then the government gives them tax breaks to come. Right. right? So it's kind of and then once they actually have to make this stuff, they're like, 
yeah, like we're lying. We're not going <laughs> to. Well, thanks for the that. money. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly right. So, but they, they, I, I was doing a show at Rogers at the time, and they brought me in, um, and they were like the guy at Rogers, like, hey, the Vice people want to talk to you. This is like when Vice was cool before. Well, were, Rogers is like what, like Verizon of Canada or something? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but they're yeah, kind of like I don't know. I guess what Viacom would be in terms of like. Oh, even bigger than that, huh? Well. I don't know about the size. I just mean in terms of like they they do have like own a bunch of TV stations. And stuff yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. So I don't know. Does Verizon own like TV properties like that? No, no. Cause I, well, Rogers is like cell phones too. I guess. Yeah, but they're also so it's like, like AT and T. Yeah, I don't know what their portfolio like divisions look like, but yeah. they yeah they do the cell phones and they also own a bunch of other stuff, including TV networks and stuff. Yeah, like that, yeah. right. But um, so they. They came in and they were like, this, yeah, again, this was like when they were kind of, you know, making cool stuff. And not that they don't make anything good, but it's like their culture department and journalist stuff is, you know, just completely garbage, right? Yeah. And they said, they brought me into this room and they played this video being like, yo, Vice, we want to make content that can't be made in a boardroom. And we're all watching this from a boardroom. <laughs> and everyone looked around being like, they can't be serious. Like the lack oh. of self-awareness to play us a video that says we want to make stuff that can't ever be talked about in a boardroom. Sitting in a boardroom, you go, you guys are cooked, dude. <laughs> they don't even like, they've stopped even pretending to like care. It's, it's, it's kind of sad though, man. Because when I first, the first time I went to Vice... I walk into this rickety old building in Brooklyn. Kick flip through the front door. Yeah, no, no, no. There, there was literally a skate ramp in the Vice building, yeah. like early days, because it was a skate. It was a, it was a skate. It was a skate shop and skate park. I go upstairs, and all the bosses are sitting in the exact same room with just exposed brick walls and crappy desks, sitting side by side working with people. And then within, you know, I don't know, six, seven months, it was like everything was remodeled, redone, corporate. Brought an HR department. I'm like, man, this is not fun anymore this is like right it was it, it went from like when i first started also can you write articles about why you suck you're like yeah especially because you, oh, you're, you're like a journalist right you're like you know you were kind of i guess attracted to when their people are going to doing these docs in russia and that they're like right. hey can you go to like um uh, wall street and do a documentary about why you suck <laughs> you're like now, that doesn't seem as fun not well i mean the, the it seems plastic now it used to be fun. Someone would be like, I got a crazy yeah, idea. I want, to write, I want to write this ridiculous article about you know crazy BS. And they'd be like, yeah, do it. Yeah, you're in 20s doing fun stuff. Yeah, now, then, then it became plastic, where it was like, okay, we've got, you know, we used to have this gritty, fun, and exciting youth kind of, you know, edgy outlet. Now let's fit it into a package, slap the brand on it, and ship it out nationwide for Christmas. And then they're like, we don't want this. And then they go, Yo, show them the half pipe again. Right, right, <laughs> And they right. go, look, we got a half pipe. You got to buy this. You know, you know what it feels like? It feels like there was some, some young, edgy dudes who were having a wild adventure. Yeah, and then they And then they saw their opportunity and they said, here's the franchise formula. Have a nice day. Yeah, the clickbait formula. You know what's funny? Because... You know, I, you you mentioned you saw my one where it was like Fox and CNN, and I was kind of making fun of them. Yeah, that was how, so good. Yeah, how to sell footage to Fox and CNN. Like, the same thing at Vice. Like, I always kind of rag on these organizations. But when I made that video, there was people at Fox and CNN that were both like, dude, I work there, and it's honestly kind of like that, and I hate it. Well, so it's, there are real journalists that, you know, work at these organizations that the same reason, like, you know, in Canada, I've worked at these uh, you know, made TV shows at these places that have that culture where from the outside you're like, this place is junk and you're like, there's a lot of people there that are like, yeah, dude, I hate this too. I'm trying to make some cool stuff and I'm getting shut down at every, so. It's, uh, these people got to speak up, like blow the whistle and just talk about the culture. Yeah. Look, I, I, I had a contract. I wanted to leave. I left and I, and I just like, dude, I'm never going to sign an NDA on that stuff. I'll come out and say, here's what happened. Here's what they told me to do. It was whack. They told me to lie in this way and that way. I'll just say it. Vice? Not, not oh, okay, no, Vice, okay. Vice was crazy. Vice was like, I'd walk in a room and I'd be like, I'm going to Turkey. And they'd be like, 
can you when can you leave go go in the room get body armor and just let me know when you're at the airport right like it was it was kind of awesome i love the idea of when you got fired or not i'm sure you quit or whatever yeah I quit. Your term. yeah yeah but when you quit vice they're like all right you need to turn in your trucks my trucks <laughs> oh no 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 when i quit vice they were like <laughs> and your guitar picks when i I'm when sorry. i when i quit they were like you didn't quit and i was like yeah i did and they were like nobody quits yeah then nobody why? quits <laughs> And your tech decks, keep it coming. It, 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 all the tech decks. I, I, I had to. I had to turn in my official. No, they gave me like I have a vice ring. You know. Oh, you I, got the vice ring. Yeah, what is that? yeah, yeah. You've been there for how many years? Did you get the vice ring? For? No, I, I don't know. I don't know. But I, I, I was there and I got it. And they, vice loves paying paying people in capital other than money. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, how about you cool know, points? Uh, you get a vice badge. Does a ring? You're like, I'd like a raise because I'm getting paid twenty grand a year. You're like. How about a ring? What does that do for you? And then when you're like, oh, I can't pay my rent with the ring, they're like, ooh. They're like like shining it and it's like, ooh. Did did we tell you we're having a rave next week? Does that do anything for you? They literally do those things. I know. I've been to one. But you know, um, it's been a while. Uh, Look, I I, I still have a lot of respect for a lot of people over there. Of course. But but they, they treated it like a cult. So when I was leaving, it was straight up like nobody nobody quits. And I had I had a bunch of I have friends I I, I had friends who, who stayed there for a long time and they were like what do you mean you're quitting nobody quits and I was like dude I'm not gonna like I do my thing I'm on a path of success if if at any point I feel like it's not working for me I go my own way yeah. and they were shocked because everybody was so desperate to work there the yeah, line wrong. was out the door but look you know I, I I could see what was happening it was look the company made a lot of money it's a very successful business. But it wasn't a culture that I wanted to be a part of at a certain point. Yeah. Right? It's, it's becoming corporate. It's you can feel the classic. energy. I mean, like, you know, so anyone I, who gets good at any of this kind of stuff, you feel the energy when it's growing and you feel the energy of when something's like becoming stale and being on the wrong side of, you know, what especially like the new movements are and stuff like that. Right. And, you know, you're like, you guys are about to go into corporate treaded territory and I don't want to be part of that. Yeah. And, 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 and very early on, because I was only there for like a year and a half. Very early on, it was my. Oh, you got the ring after a year and a half. I was only for a year and a half. Well, to be fair, though, uh, I was like a good get for them. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was so, part of the package. So <laughs> that, they proposed sort of, to you. It's like, we, Tim, will you? It would be a journalist. Advice? Kind of, yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes. No, no. It was like after a certain amount of time, they were like, "How can we make sure this guy doesn't want to leave?" Yeah. And they really believe that they had this power of the Vice brand that everybody loved so much, nobody would quit. Yeah. And. There's some internal stuff where Did you get your vice tattoo covered up. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it's a butterfly. I don't have any tattoos actually. <laughs> but it's a but, lower back vice tattoo. But they, yeah. they, they, lower back, right? Yeah. No, they 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 actually said to me like, "You didn't quit," and I was like, "I did." And they're like, "This isn't over," and I was like, "It's over." You're not breaking. I, wow. I, I, I cashed the check for the other company, and it's funny because I saw what was happening, and so I figured when when I got reached, so I got uh, this this recruiting company reached out to me that was you know it was ABC News Univision. And they were like, we want to be like Vice. We want, to, we want to be that edgy young. And so I thought to myself, if this is where things are kind of going and, I'm, and, and I feel like I'm going to be underpaid here, why not just go to the big company and have full control? And, and they're be- becoming that anyway. Exactly. So I was like, if you want to be, if you want to, if you want to be in, 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 you know, in, in that culture and be like that, why wouldn't I just go to the company that's already got the cash and is going to you know, pony yeah, up the big course. bucks? That's obviously the move. I mean, you know, you want to do those jobs when you're in your like early 20s and then you kind of move to the you make your couple big moves in your life if you're going to stay in that world. You know, I, I, I had a conversation with someone from Vice and the general idea was they were like, if you leave, you lose the cool factor. And oh, you, no. But, but, but no, but think about <laughs> it. Jokes so, on them. The cool factor went Vice, the floor. It was Seriously? a springboard for a lot of people. Right. For, for sure. For sure. Like, yeah, definitely lost that. 
But at the time, it was cool factor. Now it is. <laughs> now it's now it's cringe factor. Yeah. yeah so at, at, at the time, it was like if you stay here and you do more of these videos, because like I did a video with Kim dot com, the the hacker dude. Kim K got it. Yeah, and it got like for sure, it got like five million views overnight, and so. Vice was was hot on social media and YouTube, and it was like if you leave, you're not going to get this kind of recognition. Yeah, you'll make more money. And yeah, I, that's they're really selling that, eh? That's their whole thing. And I, you know what I said was, I was like, dude, those videos that got all those views, that's me getting those views, not yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. And so you know, because I I had already gotten a ton of views on a ton of content, but they were really you know going for that. So I ended up leaving this company. And, and I, here's the point of the story: I got no problem saying, here's what all these companies did. I'll say it straight up. Yeah. We need more people to do that. Like the things you're, you're mentioning about these these tech companies, how they sell ads, the fake game they play, the marketing companies that are telling people to get woke, and then it results in trash content nobody wants. But the, the point I was making before about how it's kind of like an anchor is that once you get woke, you don't go back. No, you can't because the culture's too ingrained. You know, it's like again once once you've you to, you basically tell everyone, hey, if we do something else, we're racist. Everyone's like, got it. And yep. then you come back, you're like, hey, we're gonna do something else, and they're like, but that's racist. Yeah, and then <laughs> nobody will move. But you know, you know what it's like. Uh, you ever you ever see that? Uh, you, ever, you ever hear that experiment they did with like the chimps, and they put them in this room, had sex with them all. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And, then, and everyone got diseases. No, they 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 put a, a ladder. Me and my boys. I don't know exactly how they did it, but here, it's like an urban legend. I think I'm pretty sure it's a true story. They put like a this stool in a room, and they put fruit on top. And they had a bunch of chimps. And anytime a chimp would try and climb the ladder to get the fruit, they'd spray him with the hose. Yeah. So then eventually, they all started, if any chimp tried to get the food, they'd, the other they'd chimps. They'd beat the other chimp out. Yeah. Then one by one, they the swapped. crab in a bucket theories, you know? Well, but so yes. one by yeah. one, they would switch the chimp out. Then they'd put in a new chimp. Yes. And they got rid of the hose. There's a bunch, there's different versions of that experiment. Yeah. I've actually seen a different one, but I know exactly what you're talking about. And eventually, no one knows why they're doing it. Exactly. So here's what happens yeah. you get some guy at a, at a tech company, I'm sorry, at a media company. And they're sitting there scratching their beard, you know, and their, and their man bun, and they're like, getting the are, vice are, tattoo on their neck. And while they're sitting there, getting the head to, they're thinking to themselves, like, how can we boost views? And they're like, let's try some like woke feminist stuff. Yeah. They do it. They get some marginal boost from like shock content. It's rage bait. This guy gets a promotion and leaves. He gets replaced by a new woke guy, and oh, now you have a dude. whole room full of woke people who have no idea why they're doing it. Yeah. And they'll never give it up. It just becomes a genre. You know, trying, it, trying to keep. it always happens in uh, comedy too. It's like the thing that you're making fun of becomes obsolete, but they the thing, like for example, you know, if you were talking about, you know, the cop shows that are like, hey Riggs, you know, we're gonna do uh, whatever, right? <laughs> we're gonna do whatever. I, I, what? What are they gonna no, do? No, I was thinking. Of, you know, what, I'll say this first because it was making me laugh in my head. The idea of you retired from Vice and then Vice being like, "Can you come back do an article?" And you're like, "You know, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do it anymore, <laughs> Shane. One last job. <laughs> One last job. And then, There's and then, crack smokers in Russia. And I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm like, no. And then they like open a briefcase yeah, yeah. and it's a bunch a of second it, ring. it's a bunch of rings. <laughs> second ring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just. A ring. It's in and and look. I think yeah, I could, yeah, yeah. I couldn't get through my point because I was making myself laugh. <laughs> that. But it's just it's a briefcase with one ring. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, all right, one last job. <laughs> get me my plaid shirt <laughs> with rolled up sleeves. And then it's like the it's writing an article and it's truck. like the uh, the crack addicted coal miners <laughs> yeah, of yeah. Si Siberia. And they're like, why can't someone else do it? They're like, they can't talk to the crack addicted coal miners. <laughs> It's only you that have the dude, skills dude. to infiltrate. You think you're telling me a joke? <laughs> Let me tell you a story. One of the things that I got pitched when I was there was a story about in South, South American mountains where the men have to climb up and, and like do mining on like mountaintops or whatever. 
Yeah. The women can't survive up there as long as the men can because of... Typical. Absolutely. <laughs> well, so this is what I was told, that the women have a harder time surviving because of the thin air. Yeah. So the men work up there for really long periods of time, but they get lonely. And because women can't come up, other men have to dress up like women and service the other men. <laughs> And that was literally a vice story. And I was asked, like, would you want to go to these mountains and, like, <laughs> interview this and like, do a video? I'm like, that sounds like yeah, vice. Girls it's putting a wig on and jerking off dudes. <laughs> it's like, no, it's good, dudes doing, putting wigs yeah, on. Yeah, and, dudes putting a wig on. Yeah, we are not family friendly like, anymore. Nope, so. This sounds like that. the South Park episode. No, it wasn't. I was like, no, when's the plane yeah. leave? I was like, oh, boy, I'll parachute right. in, land me on top of the mountain. <laughs> yeah, you come in, like, you land on the like on the person. Give me my wig. Servicing the guy. Oh, no, too close for comfort. Have you ever seen the South Park episode where the... The cops taking down the uh, the uh, the Johns by pretending to be a pedophile oh, yeah. dressing up. That's you. You have to dress up like the wig. He gets yeah. married to the pimp. <laughs> yeah, you're it's like, like ten, ten years later. <laughs> you're, you're doing your six guys in, but you have a GoPro on your head. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh my god, dude! I, it, you'd be surprised. Like when I was in when I was in Venezuela. Yeah, you have to work undercover for seven months. <laughs> so, they, I I almost went to prison. Really? I was in Venezuela. I had some high profile Venezuelan dude accuse me of being a spy. All of a sudden, I'm getting attacked online, like 10,000 tweets in a, in a few minutes saying, like, we're coming for you, you know, we're going to find you, things From like that. From people in Venezuela? Yeah, while I was in Venezuela. How did they see you in the first place? So I had posted something on Instagram. You thinking, okay. I was like, it's no big deal. I was like, I took a picture of the protest or whatever and uploaded it, and then some high oh, profile. and they could tell that you were, like, a journalist, and yeah. that's what they mean by spy? Like, they're like, you're here to no, write No, they straight up this? said I was a spy. They said I was working for the CIA. Okay, so they, so they were, it, yeah, okay. So it was actually American leftists started tweeting at the guy saying Tim Pool works for the CIA and he's in your country. And so right. the dude saw it, went on his show and he started showing pictures of me and he was like, look, he's here, he's here. And he started showing pictures of corpses in Ukraine claiming like I had killed them or something. Like crazy, Jesus. crazy stuff. And so what, was I, what, what I was told from Vice was, can you make this the story? And I was like, can you, can you send me a helicopter, please? <laughs> so I was, I, I, the first thing I did as soon as it happened, I was like, airport, airport, airport. Yeah. Talked to security and they were like, it was the middle of the night. You got to wait till the sun cracks because you don't want to get killed. Sun cracked, got in the cab, got to the airport, got on that plane. And like I was sitting outside the gate waiting for, for boarding. And that's what I, I was asked by the guy's advice. They were like, why don't you just, you know, this is the story. And I was like, they're going to throw me in prison, dude. Yeah, yeah. I called, I called my family. And you're like, they're like sick, right? They were <laughs> you know, like, you well, nailed it. Great you'll be work. fine. And I talked to my family. Yeah, do you know how many articles you could write from prison, dude? Seriously? No, you won't. You, you wouldn't write any. But then, like, so I was talking to my that's family. I, about, I murdered a guy and did 15 years in prison. That, that <laughs> probably is. I'm sure it yeah, is. Yeah, that's a big long piece. Yeah. No, but uh, I was talking to some family members, and they said, "Well, if you go to prison, you'll probably in for a couple. You'll be in for a couple years, but uh, the State Department will eventually, get, will eventually get you out, and then you can write a book about it." Prison in there in Venezuela. Every, everyone you talk to is like, "Dude, this can be great for your career." You're like, "Can someone get me out of here?" Well, does the, anyone the, care? Yeah. Your lawyer is the, like. <laughs> You're like, hey, okay, so I need a lawyer right now. He's like, let me ask you a question. Have you started writing? What kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. are you using your laptop? Now, now, what kind of percentage can we talk about? After it's, oh, it's yeah, a two yeah, year. Yeah. No, no, yeah, your but, lawyer thinks you're calling him to negotiate the book deal. The point, the point uh, I was bringing up with funny. my family member was Gosh. not that they were encouraging me to go to prison. Was they were like, that's the mentality of what they're thinking. Yeah, they want you to stay because then they could have this international. Intel. Our journalist was there. He was, he was totally on the on the level. I'm not saying that's actually what they wanted. You know, vice necessarily. Yeah, they would. But that's hurt. what my family member thought they were going for. Like some people, people in my family were just like, "It sounds like." And so I was like, "I'm going to be on that plane." And I remember sitting on that plane, and I was just like sweating bullets, waiting. And then as soon as the the wheels lift, lift, lifted off the ground, I was like, "Yes." When I got back, one of the interns' advice was Venezuelan. Was he ran up to me? He's like, "How did you get out?" 
And I was like, really? what do you mean? He's like, how did you get out? And I was just like, I went to the airport, got on a plane, left there like, wow. Because they throw people in prison for way less than what they accused oh, yeah. you of. Being, right. being an American spy. Spy, yeah. And then somebody hacked my, my family's accounts, phones. They hacked my, my Facebook account. Like, dude, this is the craziest thing. A friend of mine I hadn't talked to in like six years uh, messaged me <clears throat> saying, you need to call me immediately. The FBI is asking about you. And I was like, this is probably like something to do with what happened. So Female I, body inspectors. I call him and he doesn't answer. I call him several times. He doesn't answer. Finally, he calls me back like four hours later and he's like, why are you calling me, dude? And I was like, you told me to call you. He's like, we talking. I haven't talked to you in like four or five years, bro. And I was like, I, I got a message from you on Facebook saying, call you. And he was like, dude, I didn't message you. I haven't talked to you in years. I sent him a screenshot of it. And he was like, bro, I never messaged you. And so I talked to some of my cybersecurity friends and they said it was a... a, a I want cybersecurity friends. Messaging in, uh, a messaging injection attack. And what, oh. they, what they think happened was that, that the Venezuelan cybersecurity infrastructure was trying to get me to make a phone call from inside the country so they could find out where I was. But wow. I, but I was back in the States. So when I called them, it didn't do anything. And then because, uh, because I'm a funny guy, I used a GPS, <laughs> I used a GPS spoofer. And then I tweeted something like, these uh, arepas are delicious. And then I made my GPS location Venezuela. Really? I was like, there you go, guys. You outsmarted them. No, I don't think I actually did anything. You know, I have no idea. That's but uh, but they did hack, they did hack, hack all, all, all of my stuff. Uh, they hacked my Facebook. You know, there was there was like an unknown login stuff, and so that's that's freaky. I've had a few of those, dude. I had a guy that said sent me. He's like, "This is your uh, password." This was like a month ago, and it was like, "I've got your password, and I've been watching you through your webcam or whatever." And you need to send someone me money. did that to you? Yeah, dude. It was like a month ago, but I it was in my spam, and I was looking for another email, so I saw it in my spam, and it was like it was a month ago. But he had my password right. Wow. And I was like, <laughs> mm, yeah, sucks. but the, the, you know, I don't know, man. Sometimes people. I don't know. It's weird. Like, what, what's he going to get from you? you I know don't know. I mean? I'm sure. If, yeah. There's, if someone stupider would have been like, I don't know. Here's $2,000, whatever it is. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some rich dude. They're like, hey, we're going to send all your like in. I mean, to be fair, if someone was in my group chats right now and was like, hey, we have like, uh, I just have a transcript of all your group chats and I'm going to release them all. I'd be like, here's my house. Uh, would you like to have sex with my girlfriend? <laughs> oh, you just, like, I mean, just you give me the list of demands. <laughs> here's my mom, uh, whatever you need. Because this cannot get out. So I, I actually want to talk about one more thing because we're getting we're getting close to super chat time. But yeah, uh, yeah. we were talking about woke college camps, all these jokes, and it reminds me of a man, Jerry Seinfeld, because yes. he's the one who kind of sparked a lot of this conversation around college campus comedy. And now he's in the news because he's the one saying New York is fine. Yes, we're seeing a bunch of articles. We got uh, I, I think you mentioned this earlier. We got the story from uh, the Post, actually from James. Oh, how do you pronounce his name? Altucher. Yes, Alt James Altucher is my friend too. He said New York City is dead forever. Yeah. Is he right? Well, this is kind of a it's the truth is it, who knows and even James doesn't know necessarily. But I the first thing is first. I saw I've never seen anything with more hate. Like anything I've done, anything a lot of my friends have done where people go the whole internet goes, you're the worst. The only thing I've seen like this was when Ari Shafir did the Kobe thing and everyone on the internet was like this guy is we're, basically when he said New York City is dead forever, people basically saw it as if he went to the Twin Towers the day they came down and spit on the ashes. Jeez. People, you, I don't know if you were fo following this at all, but the amount of visceral hate, I was I was doing comedy shows in New York still, and I would talk to comics, I, the people would be talking about it, and they go, that guy's an idiot! Like, they're, 
there was this mad. Yeah. So anyway, so Jerry Seinfeld, I guess, was like that. And then he goes, it's not uh, dead. You're an idiot. Like, you're wrong. Like, F you. You're stupid. You're a putz. He called him a putz, which is pretty funny. James Aldrich is going back to him. He goes, at least Jerry Seinfeld wrote some new jokes. Like, stuff like oh, that. Oh, wow. So... Altucher's taking some pretty contrarian takes here. He's sort of saying, here's my list of what it, I think uh, he's doubled down since people got mad at him. I don't know how much of this, you know, he, you know, when you make a video every week, he does two articles a week. Right. He may have been kind of being hyperbolic and not realized how I, much I, he's putting it out. I agree with him. I mean, I'm not in New York, so I'm sure yeah. people, I, but, I, but I think Seinfeld doesn't know. He didn't, he didn't say any good rebuttals. He just goes, no, it's not. You know, and he doesn't I mean? even live there. No, he doesn't even live there. He's in the Hamptons and stuff. Right. So I mean, but you live there. I live there now. I'm in the thick, dude. Is it dead? I'm full Canadian-American patriot right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But what do you think? I mean, li living there in the city. I've been saying that it's funny because every, every – I thought we were talking about this a little bit before, but everywhere you – Everywhere you look on the TV, it's like everyone's locked in their houses, the pandemic. If I go outside my house, it's a carnival. There is literally uh, guys selling stuff on the street. Everyone's walking around without a mask. No one cares for the most part. There's, so they basically said, okay, we're going to let bars do street bars. If you go to certain corners like in the East Village, it's like New Orleans. The, the basically the streets walk wow. blocked off. There's a street party. Everyone's having a – everyone's like partying on the street. So there's – and well, then, you can't get evicted, right? Yeah, I don't know if that's true, yeah. You can you get evicted? I don't know. Probably. I mean, I think if a landlord came up to you and they're like, yo, you're evicted, you're like, yeah, I'm not going anywhere. So right, 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 go right. sue me, I guess. Yeah, go to, the, go to the landlord courts, and then the landlord courts would be like, yeah, I mean, there's a nine-month waiting list, and even then, probably not. And you'd be like, I think you would just have to eat it if your tenant stopped paying rent. Yeah, well, I think that's, that's one, of the big, one of the big challenges now. For one thing, people are buying up properties like crazy. They're definitely, yeah. they're definitely leaving New York. They're leaving California. San Francisco's got like a 96% inventory increase from people fleeing the city. Yeah. But people are leaving. And so it's like when I read this article saying New York was dead, and then I read all of these things like the amount of businesses that are permanently closed, the half a million middle to upper class people who have fled already, not to mention that more are leaving inventory for, you know, 13,000 empty, empty uh, apartment buildings or vacant buildings, I believe. And then you got homeless people being put in these hotels in like the upper east and west side, like these, these richer, like these wealthier yeah. areas. Yeah, people are just like, no, I sort of misinterpreted your last question. I thought you meant what's it like in general. I actually forgot that we were relating it back to this article of whether. Oh, I New York think, is dead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, 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 no. I think I think what you said is is interesting. Yeah, but I think that it is true that a lot of the points he made, and there is this thing where how long can you push it and push it and push it? I mean, this is what happened in Silicon Valley, right? They go, and I think a lot of what James thinks too, and not putting words in his mouth, is like when Joe Rogan kind of said, like, "All right, LA, enough's enough. I'm out of here," right? Yeah. And whether that had to do with tax break, who knows, right? But eventually, and people kind of a little. I don't think bit, it has anything to do with taxes. Maybe not, right? So yeah, I, I think a lot so. of people kind of got it. They're like. Yo, LA, LA's been pushing their luck, right? They've just said, you know, we can do whatever we want because we're Los Angeles and everyone wants to live here. And New York kind of feels like that too. Yeah. We'll have way higher taxes and F you, everyone still wants to be here. And there's a point where it's like everything else is opening back up. People have started working remotely and they like it and it works and you go, this is better. So there is a, there is a point where there is where other places start looking more attractive and then everyone moved to Silicon Valley from to Austin and now Austin they're starting to regulate and do all uh -huh. this stuff and they're kind of like alright we gotta find a new place seems like the people that like freedom and not regulation kind of always go on the run then those places get good then everyone comes there and then they crack down again and I can't, they I can't, find somewhere else to go I can't believe so many I, I keep hearing from so many people they're moving to Austin and I'm like yeah. that's exactly why I'm not gonna do it yeah Austin it's it, gonna 
I think the people that moved to Austin, the Peter Thiels of the world, well, I don't know if he moved there, but the hymns of the world that yes. are like Silicon Valley's out of control, the right. group conformity is too much, the innovation's dying because the regular, whatever it is, right? Pr- housings are too high, all of the stuff, right? So they basically all moved to Austin, my, like it seems like over the last four or three you know, years kind of thing. And then now it's sort of caught up where Austin's back to where Silicon Valley is now. Right. I, I, you know, I think it's South by Southwest too. Because yeah. I, I, I remember the first time I went to South by, I was so excited. I got invited to speak. Yeah. And then I was like, this is a lie. The whole thing was a lie. Like, nobody, no, nobody cared about anything going on. It was just a, an excuse to go hang out with your buddies. It was like all these Silicon Valley dudes getting drunk. And I was like, that's cool if that's your thing. Dude, that's like Burning Man. You're like, yeah. this cool hippie thing. And you're like, everyone here works on Wall Street. Yeah, and you show up <laughs> and they're like in luxury. That's why I, I, I have friends who are like, I love going to Burning Man. And I'm like... They did a Quiznos commercial there, dude. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, man. That's why I'm 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 like, look, I'm not hanging out with some guy, a Silicon Valley guy, and this dude with moon shoes and dreadlocks on. Seriously? Yeah, no, no, no. You know, you know what I think would be really cool, and I think we need is people need to go make their own places. I was looking at a bunch of really small towns in the middle of nowhere that were dying out. Yeah, that's kind of what you're doing a little bit, right? A, a, a little bit, um, but you're it's, one it's, step away from seasteading. <laughs> well, I mean, that'd be cool, too. Dude, the Tim Pool complex? Just get, like, a big mega yacht and just go off and be, like, armed guards and, you know, fight off pirates. No, but, like, it, wouldn't, it be, wouldn't it be cool if, you know, all these rich people, they're going to Austin. And yeah. I'm like, but why? It's, it's, it's going to, you give it 10 years and it'll be exactly what you left. Because mm-hmm. all these people are rushing there, like, I want to go somewhere that's cool and hip and California's gross. And it's like, dude, California had one party rule forever. They have a super majority in L.A. and they couldn't pass any of these reforms to fix their problems. And all these people are going to go to Austin who don't care about Austin. They're going to go to these areas of Texas. They don't care about Texas. And you're going to get the same problem. People move to L.A. They're not from L.A. So they don't care about the community's problems. No. So they just they pass they, they pass the buck. LA falls to crap and they move again. It's they, they bounce around. It's like it's it's like the, the aliens from Independence Day. You know what I'm talking you, you see yeah. that movie? How they just like to, they come to Earth because they're gonna strip it clean of resources and then leave. Yeah. So I'm just like, nah. I mean, and I do get that because I'm not from New York and there's all this, you know, when people were like, Can you believe he said that about New York? And I was like, What do I care? Like I'm Canadian. I'm like you know, I'm here because it's like a good place to do stand up and it is a hub of the world for culture and I think the best comedy in the world is happening there, especially right now. Was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm half right? kidding. I'm half kidding. But oh, I do, you're I do, right, dude. You're right. Yeah. I th- yeah I, what was that story where like a, a comedy club did an outdoor event and they got shut down? Yeah, that's how, I mean, they're, they basically allowed them and then they shut them down. So I got like an email last week Jeez. from a lot of people being like, yeah, that show's canceled or whatever. That's so but, dumb. You know, yeah, man, here's, I mean, here's what I'm know, saying. They're, they're pushing their luck. That's what they're saying. They go, you know, no one's going anywhere. And everyone's like, yeah, we kind of will, though, you know? Go to... I don't know Nebraska or something. There's there's tons of open space, dude. People build your move. own place. Yeah, you're moving like people will move for what they want to do. I mean, I just did. Like I was in Toronto, I didn't like the way that it was shaking down there. I saw something here and I felt like I could make a better life. And then see, I moved now, here. So you I, see, like, this is exactly what I'm talking about, right? See, these these people and these communists in California moved to Austin, and this is you, you, like you, a Canadian communist. You moved. To, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's you. But but uh, no, but it is actually kind of funny. I that, want half your views on this. <laughs> we should split Our the views. views. Yeah. No. Yes, they are. They are my views. Our views. Too. Yes, we will split the views. Our on this. video. Now let's get these super chats since I'm taking half of the money. <laughs> when, 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 when did you come down from uh, from Canada? Uh, less than a year ago. So before COVID? Yeah. So I, I was here whack timing. Right? <laughs> you snuck in. Yeah, dude. I got. Um, I came here uh, and then I did like four or five months, you know, enough to make some, fr- you know, meet people and get in all these comedy clubs and then boom, COVID. So 
Wow. But, so, now, you know, so now you're trapped. Yeah, it's okay. I like New York. I mean, lots of cool stuff's happening right now. So it's it's fun, man. I mean, people are innovative, right? It's like even this go back to, listen, like what happened in the last little while, the industry was so, uh, we only want this one type of thing. And then look at people like you that created your whole little empire here, right? And I mean, same thing, the whole podcasting empire, like all of those people would have had TV shows five years ago, but they're like, we don't want this type of guy in TV. And it's like, you know, exactly. they essentially, people are very inventive and especially the certain... You know, one in, I would say like one in a hundred people in America has the values of like, I'm going to accomplish what I would like to do no matter what. And if you even have one in a hundred, that's, you know, three million people that are willing to do anything to get what they want. Right. So if you say, OK, we don't want this type of comedy. It's like, OK, we'll create our own thing. And there's a lot of people that are that are uh, willing to do any whatever it takes in America. And I think that's one of the things I like about it here. So do you think these big industry like so, so Netflix did have a Rogan special, they had a Dave Chappelle special. Do you think so? Those are the, but those are legacy people, right? Like there is a point exactly. where you get so big, and you know the truth is, I even disagree with not necessarily Rogan, but the way Ricky Gervais talks about cancel culture and jokes, I, I disagree with them. Like because his take on that sort of thing is always, oh, it's just jokes. Like you should be able to joke about anything, but a lot of times I'm saying these jokes, and my audience knows I'm ironic, and they actually know the right opinions. Yeah. So he basically says. And I know if you're in that position, he might he needs to say, no, I'm one of the good guys. I'm just making jokes. But the truth is, when Ricky Gervais says that, he's like, you know, let's say he has a whole thing making fun of Caitlyn Jenner, like saying that she's not actually hot or whatever, right? Yeah. And they go, okay, they're not laughing at that because they actually know it's wrong. They're laughing at that because it's a little bit true and they know they're not supposed to laugh at it. Yeah. And there's a lot of components to the formula, one of them being they're not supposed to, one of them being like it's a little bit true but you're not supposed to say it. And it's sometimes they are laughing at something that – uh, is like obviously not true. You know, like if I said like, oh yeah, I'm just very racist. Like everyone's like, he's obviously being ironic or whatever, right? Yeah. So, but the way that they talk about it is they go, no, I'm playing a character and my audience is so not racist that everyone knows. And it's like, sometimes, but sometimes you're saying uncomfortable truths and that's why you're getting like a laugh of people being like, that is kind of true. And they don't take credit for that. And because they don't take credit for that, other people kind of, uh, you know, kind of end up having to play in a dishonest ballpark because... So I, I'd rather some of those people just like, just stay out of it if you're going to lie. You know, it's really weird. I think somehow Trump has become the center of the cultural universe. Yes, dude. That's why I was saying, sorry, I keep interrupting you. But no, no, no. no. Yeah. If uh, the funnier option forever to me was Trump wins again. Forever. Oh, of course. Yeah, to, that's what I, forever. I was like, Trump wins again, you know, meltdowns. And then very recently I started to sort of change my brain where I go, Maybe the funnier option is Trump loses. And just think of every, like, anti-Trump blog, every <laughs> anti-Trump blog. You know what I mean? Every reply Dude. guy on Twitter that his whole identity is hating Trump. The, I was thinking about doing a video of this, actually. But, like, the day after Trump wins, they're just like, <laughs> uh, I guess, pack our bags. <laughs> like, deletes they, his Twitter account. Just, yeah. walks off and, just walks off into the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> just slowly sinks. Like, that might Dude. be the funnier option now. You, but you, they're actually talking about it. They're talking about the future after Trump. Because their whole, all these media companies, it's just Trump. The, like, I remember, uh, like last week, Trump bought the front page ad for the Washington Post online. Yeah. Every article, Trump. And I'm like, he just bought the front page ad, dude. You need to give him every other portion of the front page. <laughs> it's like he didn't even need to buy it. No, but he was, he was trying to push back and, and, and make, you know, Biden and Kamala look bad. But that's, that's I mean, what, 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 I know people who have made a career, a pathetic career, 
off of just hating Trump. I mean, it's the oldest trick in the book to, you know, build a media company in an election cycle or whatever. You know, that's yeah. anyone who starts a blog and all that stuff. They kind of know how you do it. But they didn't even do that this time. They started a they didn't start a media companies on a election cycle. They started a, a media company on a guy. Yep. You know, and there were some people, you know, I mean, there's that girl that's like getting a Netflix special. Her whole shtick is that she lip syncs like Trump's speeches oh, or whatever. That's insane. Yeah. Like she didn't even write jokes. <laughs> and whatever you want to think about it, it's like, what happens like to her if Trump's like just gone? Yeah. Trump's like just a guy now. You know, think about these people. It's like, I have a whole YouTube channel about why Trump's bad. Now he's just a guy. Do They're going to keep doing it. <laughs> yeah. They just think about it. To no, his house. But for real. For real. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, I, what, what is this, what is this woman's name? Do you know her name? Like, look what Trump ate yesterday. Yeah, oh, he's racist. Dude. It's gonna be like eighty year old Trump in a wheelchair with a with a with a, la- with a blanket on his lap in the sun. He's gonna yeah. be sitting there, and he's gonna just be like watching Fox News, and they're gonna be writing articles about it. Trump reads the game. They're gonna be like, "Did you see Trump's latest wheelchair? Look at it. Look at it. Look at his nurse. His his latest nurse. How old is she? Forty. Trump yeah. going for the young women. How despicable. Yeah, they're going like, to have to pick a I'm new guy. Saying? They're going to be like, I don't know, Pence is bad. Like, it's, not, it's not the same. There's two things. It's, yeah, it's Pence. <laughs> Pence is so boring. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not the same. They're not getting the same buzz. There's two things, I think. They'll still rag on Trump. They'll try for a long time. So they'll, oh, keep, uh, yeah. they'll keep going. The other thing is that they'll do the exact same thing they do, but without Trump. So they'll, the, you know, like if you look at CNN. Who's the new boogeyman after it's, Trump's it's, gone? No, but Trumpism. It'll be about his followers. They'll maintain the same narrative and they will make, they'll just keep going after. It's like the, 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 the painting exists. They'll take Trump out of it, but the whole landscape, it's still there. Yeah. So I think what's likely to happen is you got these companies, CNN, their whole Sunday morning program is literally like Fox News all day, every day. And I make fun of them all the time for it because I'm like, dude, you realize you guys are just the Fox News review channel, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like when I, when I complain about the mainstream media, it's always like it's a bunch of different outlets. And I'm complaining and, and, I, and I often say not every single journalist at these outlets, of course, it's these like political, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, politicos in, in the Beltway in D.C. But they literally have a show where it's like the dude wrote a book about Fox News. Yeah. That's all he has. <laughs> That's crazy. No. And, 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 and Trump, but when Trump's gone, they that, that shtick they've developed, it's not going to go away. I mean, look, Russia. You're familiar with Russia Gate. I'm not saying necessarily it'll go away. I'm gonna. Say, I'm more saying that no one's gonna want to watch it, so they can keep doing it, and they'll be like, "We'll keep doing the plug in the model." It's like instead of being like, "Can you believe what Trump said?" They'll just have to, you know, "Can you believe?" I don't know. Like they'll pick another guy, right? But I don't think anyone's gonna care. Like what the gets the clicks is Trump goes out, says some crazy stuff, you know, and then they go, look at this crazy stuff he's saying, and then the right wing publications go, look at this crazy stuff they're saying. It's you not know? even about what Trump says. It's like Trump will stirs up some energy, and they get to write an article. They, they stir it up. I mean, sometimes Trump, for sure, Trump loves stirring. I was almost swearing. Uh, lo- uh, Trump loves to stir it up. Yeah. But there will be times where like Trump will walk into a room and he'll go, "Thank you all for coming," and they'll go. <gasps> <laughs> and they'll be writing like, did you hear what he said? Thank you all. You what is you all? Are. Who's all? Who's? Yeah, the soccer. They're like soccer players that got, uh, <laughs> that got injured. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, the, yeah. The entire like uh, CNN Dude, like, that's organization. The, that's like, the perfect way to players. explain it. Yeah. Trump Trump walks in and pats him on the shoulder and CNN goes, <laughs> and they fall down and they're like, they're writing 50 articles. There, uh, what, what was that one article we, we were talking about from um, 
the nation. It was like they took every single possible negative stereotype about it was like about Ivanka or something. Yeah, so they wrote an entire article about Ivanka's dress or something. And it just like crammed keywords into this article where it was like white nationalists think that transgender feminists in the patriarchy with red dresses and it's like it was very clearly a nonsensical article had no premise and they stuffed all the keywords into it so they could put it on Google and Google would prop it up. Yeah. That's like that's that's the name of the game. But no, I think that's wild. It, it, it is. It is funny. I'll tell you this. When Trump won in 2016, I laughed harder than I've laughed. It was like the, one of the funniest <laughs> things ever I've ever seen. It was because for one, for me, it was like cathartic. The, the Democrats getting comeuppance, you know, they they cheated Bernie. They thought they were going to win. They made fun of Trump. They mocked his supporters. Dude, anyone puritanical like uh, losing the battle that they oh, base yeah. their entire identity of is always like. <laughs> and so so right now it, you bring up an interesting point. Because I've said this too. I've said if Biden wins, I'm just going to laugh. I'm going to laugh really, really hard. Yeah. I, Funny either way. I think at this point. I'm worried. I'm, I'm worried. Like, so I'm, I'm going to be voting for Trump. And, and the riots are the main. Are you going full MAGA? You get a MAGA beanie? No MAGA. They want, <laughs> people want me to wear that. Dude, that'd be so funny. I don't like vote. I don't like, I don't like supporting any tribe or any party or anything like that. Yeah. But I'll tell you this. With all the riots, especially how bad, how bad it was last night, the only reason the Democrats came out now, this is, this is so messed up. They've been saying peaceful protests over and over again nonstop. And then Don Lemon comes out on CNN and he's like, this is starting to show up in the polls. Democrats better address it. It's like, oh, is that the only thing you cared oh, now about? should they? That made me angry. And so, you know, seeing all this, this death, 32 people have died. I'm just like, they keep lying about this. And Trump keeps saying we got to stop the violence. And, and when they don't do it, they blame him for it. And I'm like, the president doesn't have the right to intervene in the states and, lo- and localities. That's local law enforcement. And Trump keeps saying, please, I've got law enforcement. You can use them. And they say, no, more people die. Please, National Guard, no, more people die. Finally, now they're starting to say yes. And so that, that pissed me off. So now I'm like, you know yeah. what, man, I'm going to vote for Trump. I think he's, he, he wants to withdraw our troops from Afghanistan. He wants to do uh, term limits. He's gonna, he, he wants to end the riots. He wants to prosecute these extremists. Fine, whatever. I'm done with these. With I these. heard he was going to remove the women's uh, vote, which is a nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight up. Yeah. Num- number one yes. agenda repeal the 19th. Yeah, there is a third party. And I don't know if you know this, Tim, but I've also decided I was going to run for president as the first president exclusively for the boys. Oh, yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you guys heard this. Men will pay no taxes <laughs> and that will girls will pay double the taxes. Oh, yeah. Because girls have cooties. Yeah, no girlfriends are allowed to take their boys friends on sun- Saturdays. So that, that's my platform. Uh, I love um, it. I, I'm, I'm going to need you to speak to some of your friends at Google and high up places because uh, <laughs> as a Canadian, they have well, have banned me from running. But there's good <laughs> so news. We're working on that detail. There, there, there was an detail. op-ed in the Washington Post saying that we should remove the natural born citizen requirement. Yes. No, I'm like, that's the co- get out of here. Get out of here. Yes, that's crazy. Do not get look, out of here. Uh, so, <laughs> fact, so get back in here. Ryan stay. I do think I do think it's fun. It, it, I, I will. If Biden wins, I'm going to laugh. Because oh, so you, you you know why? Because I'm I'm not I'm I'm not the kind of person who's gonna like sulk and cry. And no. go, I'm gonna laugh and be like, this is a crazy yeah. Dude, life. You're you know also I mean? like a cultural commentator. I think that uh, your personal viewpoint is like a percentage of what you do, but I don't think that influences you entirely. Well, I you know I I, I think everything I say about everything is exactly what I believe. It's just raw consciousness. I don't. Well, there's yeah, but if you're talking about the facts of something, I don't know if you're. Well, you tell me, like, when you're talking about something, like, do you consider that you're like, this is what I think? Or do you sometimes be like, I'm no, I'm telling you what happened? Well, yeah. So a lot of the articles I do, I'm like, here's the story. Here's what I think. And then here's what I think. Second, but but everything I think is literally what I think. And I don't want Biden to win. I think he's I, I don't think he's all with it. 
as worrying to me. No, I mean, understatement of the year. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Come on, man. He's completely, he's, 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 he's like Cosmic Joe. He's in outer space half the time. Yeah, dude, both these guys are like a thousand years old, but yeah. Trump's way more with it. Obviously. For sure, for sure. And, and as far as I'm concerned, he's the one who's been consistent on, like, look, we had, we had a great th- first three years with the economy, and so I give him credit for that. He's, he's, he's improved a bit. But anyway, the, the point I was trying to bring up is not like to be like, hey, Trump, just to be like, I'm not going to if, if Trump wins, I'm going to be like, wow, because the, the thing that scares me the most is that all this wokeness stuff that we've been making fun of and laughing about, it's it's infecting these these uh, uh, government agencies it's already happened. Yeah, You know, the CDC, 10 percent of their staff demanded a nationwide health crisis. Uh, uh, they, they want racism to be declared a nationwide health crisis. Yeah, I know. 10 percent. People don't realize, man, you get 10% of a staff, and I was, I was reading a study that said 10% is all you need for an ideology to dominate a culture. So if the CDC actually starts enforce, enforcing this insanity, it's like you've got, you've got some Democratic politicians calling on Joe Biden to condemn the people defending property, not the extremists who are burning it down. Right. That scares me. And I think we're headed towards, like, you know, dark times. But I'll tell you what, I'm leaving where I'm at, and all you can do is... Like I think a lot of times all you can do is laugh. Yeah, like I mean, so. So if Biden won, I'd, I'd, I'd laugh. And and it's not because that's the purpose of laughter, like in the first place, from yeah. a legitimate, you know, evolutionary level, it's like when things get too bad, it's like you can release pressure and right, 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 that's what right. It is right. So either way, no matter who wins, I'm gonna go out to the middle of nowhere. I'm gonna get some goats and some chickens and just like kick back and grow some tomatoes or <laughs> Wait whatever. Wait for that call to go to the vice. One last job. One last job, Tim. <laughs> they open the big briefcase with one little tiny ring. No, but you are right. Like the amount of times people kind of say, you know, I'm making all these videos about this stuff and this, the people that are kind of wrapped up in this go, oh, as if it's like that. And then the rest of the world messages me like, it's exactly like that. Yeah. You know, I've been working at these companies. It's insane. The, how pervasive It's getting worse. Yeah, I mean, so unless unless we straight up say no, hard no. Yeah, and everyone kind of has, but it's you know it's again it's it's hard to fight if you're a normal person because it's one thing where you say oh you know this guy disagrees with me. It's another thing where they go this guy is racist, and a normal person goes what yeah, I don't that, no I'm not, and they go yeah he's transphobic and homo. You're like Dah! like they don't you know if, if you're just Trump, some guy if, working at some job, it's hard to deal with this stuff. If Trump wins every state. I think it'll be the end of the woke insurrection, whatever, because really? because I think the far it could go the other way, though. Right. Like, because a lot of this is a temper tantrum. Right. It's like that's what I was saying. One of the things I was going to do a video about being the first president that runs exclusively on 20 year old girl opinions, the lifeblood of the media. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> yeah, a lot of these candidates have one or, you know, 10 percent 20 year old girl opinions. I have all 21 year old girl opinions, but it is kind of that. Right. So I don't know. They're, if, they're, if it's a temper tantrum. You've got a small group, but it's growing. And they are uh, dominating our, our cultural institutions, our, our big media brands, our advertisers, our news outlets. But they don't make up anywhere near the majority. They're probably not even. The, they, they probably just barely crack the double digits. They make up probably the majority of the institutions. You know, whether that be Hollywood, no, the no, universities. I, I don't think so. You don't I, think in the universities? Mm-mm. I think it's a strong enough percentage, and they're and they're terroristic, and so yeah. they get what they want whenever they want. Yeah, yeah, probably. So. Uh, that's why there are professors who get fired, who because some people will stand up and say no, and they'll get they'll get kicked out. Based professors. Well, uh, Brett Weinstein, you know his story yeah, with Evergreen. Yeah, of course. yeah so it's I like did an interview with uh, James Lindsay about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, Brett's he's he's a progressive guy, but he's not insane like these yeah. people are. 
So I think it is funny how guys like that kind of got thrown into like the bad boy thing. Yeah. But he's still wearing like khaki shorts. Right. right <laughs> you know, right. he's kind of showing up like the bad boy university professor and he's got like the polo shirt and the khaki. Yeah. Not, not, not <laughs> sandals and socks on. Not considered to be like a celebrity hip guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, he's all right, right? Fight the so, power. but imagine this Netflix, right? They put up their, their Black Lives Matter message. What do you think happens when everyone looks at the election results and it's just like Trump 50 state sweep? Then these companies are going to be like, we're yeah. marketing the wrong people. Do you think that's possible? Yeah. Aren't right now they're saying he's going to lose? Like, is, But the polls are always going no. wrong. No, no, right now he, uh, Trump's winning. Did it just switch? So uh, several polls have come out recently. Trump's ahead in Wisconsin, and he's trailing Biden in 15 battleground states, according to CNN, by one point with a four-point margin yeah. of error. So actually, I think I might. It's so hard to get information right now. You turn on Here, one thing, out. and it's like. Yeah, people are scared, dude. We got this tweet. This is from uh, yeah. Walker Bragman. Who's this guy? He's a journalist for, I don't know, I don't know, a podcast. But check this out. He says, August 24th, 2016, in Wisconsin, Clinton's up 11.5, Pennsylvania 9.2, North Carolina 1.7, Florida 3.6, Michigan 8, Ohio 4.8. Joe Biden's margins today are lower than Clinton's were. Why did you think this changed? Like, why did, uh, why did Trump go back up? Uh, Joe Biden's been hiding in the basement. And I'm, I'm not kidding. He's literally yeah, in he his home basement. Anything. He's hiding. And the riots have been getting worse. We just had two guys killed yesterday and Joe Biden was hiding in his basement. Donald Trump was tweeting up a storm. So you can complain about Trump, you know, uh, and his obnoxious tweets, but he's there. Joe Biden came out with a statement today that was that was bland and nonsensical. John, we must, we must get justice for this man. And, you know, violence doesn't solve yeah, yeah. anything. John Biden comes out. <laughs> Joe Biden comes out with a statement. He's like, I like to make a statement. We here at the house are out of peanut butter. If anyone, <laughs> please help us. Look fat. We've got only about two tablespoons left. We need pudding. And my 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 pants are wet. I don't know why. <laughs> Where's Jill? Poor Joe. Yeah. Poor Joe. <laughs> so uh, so this poor... I have run out of denture cream. <laughs> if anyone me. would be as so kind as to bring me some more, I have a Zoom Dude, interview with Charlemagne. <laughs> Trump. Yeah. Trump oh, is Trump's old, but like. He doesn't come off like Biden does. No, Biden I is, is. I wish. I hope when I'm like Trump's age, I'm that chipper. Yeah, dude. I guess. You, I, what's Trump? Seventy four. Mm-hmm. He's, he's up. There. He's spry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Joe Biden is like. Ooh. So so anyway, there's a lot of reasons why uh, Trump's been improving in the polls. There's there's two things. Not only is the race tightening, this is probably because uh, Biden is, in my opinion, not actually running. I mean, you, like he's literally, he's literally running, but he's not campaigning. He's not doing anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're buying ads, but come on. He's not making appearances. He's not rallying. He's not going out. And, and politics is a, is, is a ground game. You got to go out there. You got to meet people. You got to kiss. Yeah. You got you to shake babies and kiss hands. If you know what I mean? <laughs> he's doing I'm the kidding. Thing the other like, way around. No, yeah, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's doing the like, I hope Trump just screws up so bad that they're like, all right, enough of this. I, don't, I, 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 I think they're completely inept. I think the challenge right now for the Democrats is that you got riots where people are dying. 32 people. And the, the far- guy just got shot. We were just talking about. Yeah, he's, yeah. well, two guys. And, and so you've got the far left that endorses this stuff. They love it. Yeah, they're stoked. When, 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 the, when the looting happened in Chicago, Black Lives Matter came out and said, good. What they did was reparations. I'm glad. Good for them. So what's Joe Biden supposed to say? The riots are bad. Then, then he's going to lose half of the left. He's going to lose all these young, woke far leftists. If he comes, if he comes out and says, or, 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 if he comes out and says the rights are good, then he's going to lose everybody to Trump. So he's just like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. So he just hides in the basement. I guess the idea is, I mean, I kind of argued this a little bit different than what you're saying is that because I, I felt a lot of people on the internet are kind of saying, you know, uh, 
And I and I do see it that Kamala was a bad choice, but I have had some people in normal life that are kind of your middle of the road swing voters, and they see Kamala as like, oh, someone sensible. So I think there are some people that yeah. are kind of. I was I was talking to some family members who said that. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. In the Chicago suburbs, they're looking at Kamala as like, oh, thank heavens, the Democrats have brought in someone who can stop the riots. I one hundred percent. Some yeah. people see it as like, okay, she's not a, a crazy radical. I'm not. I'm not going to vote for her. You know, like like. I'm yeah. here to vote for a president, not for an old feeble man who's going to hire someone to do the job for him. Mm-hmm. My vote is not for, and, and I don't look. I don't like Kamala Harris. I think she's awful. I think she's an authoritarian, and a lot of people uh, like that. She's going to do something, and they don't like Trump. So I, I think, you know, I, I I don't think I think right now it's close. It's a close race with Trump, according to these polls. I think Trump's in the lead based off of the Beltway bubble, which is these journalists who only follow each other. And I think the polls are skewed because they don't know how to poll Trump's base. And that's that was true in 2016. And they admit yeah. it's true today. They don't know what to do. No, you can't trust these polls as far as you can throw them. But when 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 the polls are coming out now saying Trump's within the margin of error, then it's probably he's several points up. And I, I, I just can't believe that with the riots going on for three months. I, have you have you heard any of these C-SPAN phone calls? These people, no. these people call in and this this like lady's like. We've had riots in my town. I'm in Minnesota and in Minneapolis, and the Democrats didn't say anything about it. What about us? She's like, within two days of the, of the Republican convention, I feel like there's hope again to like deal with this. And the guy on C-SPAN asked her, like, are you scared of the riots? And she's like, yes. Yeah, no, some people are. They're like, you know, I think most I mean, people lots are. of people said this, that Trump's just going to be like, yeah, yeah I'm just going to get things back to normal. So no one's smashing your windows. And everyone's like, yeah, all in, dude. Like, that's enough. But it's is true what you're saying. Like, if, you know, how we're saying that if, uh, if Trump gets in or Trump loses, like all these people, you're like, what did he even talk about? This is the same kind of thing as like if the left just said like, yeah, remember, we got a little out of hand. We're not going to do this identity politics stuff anymore. We're not going to tell everyone that they're racist. Everyone would be like, all right, you're back in. And then the right would be like, because there's a lot right, of the right, right that's just like, yo, this stuff's whack. Yep. <laughs> so but all it takes is it wouldn't be that hard for them to do that, but they won't. Right. So it's just too ingrained. They're too crazy. Gallup, and people are too sick of that stuff. Gallup poll shows that at the, the dominant wing of the Democratic Party is the, the, the you know, strong liberal or whatever. So the yeah. moderate and conservative Democrats of, you know, the past 10, 20, 30 years, they're gone. They probably join the Republican Party because we see that data, too. And they're not going to give it up because these young people who are starting to take over are uh, they're, they're in the cult. Dude, I see so many young people that are like 20. They don't even care about politics. They're just like, yo, I'm a Trump guy. That's hilarious. Yeah. The same way that, you know, if if your parents or like your millennial parents are like, Trump's the devil. If you like Trump, you're the worst. And you're like, yo, give me a mega hat. My mom's going to be so <laughs> <Right>. pissed. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's the inverse to that. The MAGA parents and the kids being like, F you, Trump sucks. And then they go on post their TikToks and stuff. For sure. Yeah. But I think it's more the other way around because the the pervasive like it it's it's different because it's everyone's it's your parents are also saying the same thing that everyone's saying yeah you know it's it's more like before if you had liberal parents it's like i don't think you would have done this right exactly you know it's it's only it only it used to work the other way like you had the religious parents and you're like i'm actually going to be a prostitute now right now now you've got like this 16 year old kid whose mom is like super anti-trump yeah she's religious about and he walks in he walks in with the hat and she's like what are you doing bill and he goes shut up mom trump (laughs) 2020 yeah yeah (laughs) and she's like oh I'm listening to the boss. <laughs> Can you imagine, though, if you had a mom, like, and you came in and you go, just so you know, there's no such thing as gender. And you're like, mom, I'm a boy. And you're like, no, you're not. <laughs> you know, it'd be, it's how messed mom, up Mom, I'm be. a boy. No, you're not. No. I do not have a son. No, yeah. apparently not. You're like, you, I'm, not, know, but... I'm not gay. You might be gay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, Stop being a bigot. Yeah, dude. And 
Open you, your heart. <laughs> mom, stop. It's you, my girlfriend. You got to bring home your, you know, to that. Your mom comes home and she's like, uh, this is my mom. And she's like, mm, and he's like, this this is my parent. She doesn't identify as a mom or dad. Parental just, figure number one. Yeah, you'd be so afraid to ever bring your, like, you would rebel against that so hard. You know, I'd be, Embarrassing you. Yeah, I would be going to school with an American flag on my back if I was that guy. <laughs> yep. You're Canadian. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, even in Canada, I'd be full in. I'd macho. I'd be macho man Randy Savage with a flag on my back. Oh yeah. Just, Let's read super chats. Oh, yeah. Super chat. Can, can I grab a water before we do it? You oh, grab yeah. some water. Oh, oh, yeah. Or any drink whatsoever. Go grab it. I will. Here, uh, like, I'll, can I I'll, grab it for you? Yes. Yeah, oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, let me grab it for you. Yeah. Sweet. Thank you. All right, while, okay. while that water's being... Okay, perfect. <laughs> so, no, I, I can... You know what? Actually, yeah, let's wait till the water comes. Well, we're, we're going yeah, yeah. to sit in silence for about two <laughs> yeah, yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. To get this age to right. OMG Trey says, boys, 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 Ryan. Boys, 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 Does boys, everyone boys, in a boys. ska band get a Walt Jabsco tattoo? What's a Walt Jabsco tattoo? I have this? no idea. No, this is a selector. I think this is... Uh, is that because you were in a ska band? Camera. Yeah, but that's a uh, fast forward selector. You know, the specials and all that stuff. No, I don't know what it is. No, it's a... Uh, Selector was like a, it's like a, la- a label and like a movement of uh, Scott. So this is like the two tone guy. He's oh, there you go. Skanking, if you know what that yes, is. Yes, skanking. It's what uh, how you dance and also what <laughs> girls all do. Oh, I see Ooh. how it is. Tim and Lids, keep up the good work. Spin that UFO. Much love from Delaware, right across the bridge. Keep it up. Appreciate it. All right, let's see what else we got. MD Monroe says, "Love the work you are all doing. The race baiting by the media has hurt the fabric of the country." How do we hold the media accountable? Should we? I'm torn due to freedom of the press, but they've turned into propaganda machines versus news. I think they're going to fade out. I think they're going to fizzle out. I think they're going to go because I think they're trying to do master race baiting. Drop the race. Wait, what? Oh, I see how it is. (laughs) Yeah. All right. All right. Right. So, so (laughs) (laughs) social media is meritocracy. Your videos were good. It's great, dude. It's, it's fun that it exists, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, you get to do your thing and, and, uh, people find it and you can actually build an audience it's it, it really is changing the game and I, it, the way that i see it's it, that it's shaking down and i you already see it with people like you that and people that are doing paywalls and i'm i bet you it's only a matter of time before you're kind of like oh i'll have like four people on my different channels and and you kind of eventually i was thinking about this i bet you people will start these movements and you see it in podcasting these little networks and eventually amazon and these streaming services will kind of be like you know what? We'll get the Andrew Schultz channel and we'll have right. his five things on there. And I well, think it's going to go that way. Here's the problem with Netflix or any other network. You'll be able to buy the Tim Pool channel. They, on if, if, if any network comes to me and they're like, yo, we want to, we want the exclusive rights to your show. I'd be like, I, I mean, look, you know, Rogan did it with Spotify, Yeah, but I just be like, why? I'm, I'm good. Well, I, I have no boss. In that case, obviously the why is 200, 200 milli. Oh, is that what it was? Was that was it reported? Yeah. Oh wow. This is pretty public. No, Joe messaged me personally and just told me that. Oh well, there you go. We Sorry, got an inside Joe. source. Uh, <laughs> no, no, that was a pretty public information. Yeah, I guess if a network came to me, look, man, <laughs> that changed your mind, eh? No, 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 no. They get into the game late. They got to drop off a no, no, bag I, of cash. I was going to say the inverse. I was going to say, I guess if, if if these networks came to me and they offered me that much money, I'd be like, what's my freedom worth? Yeah, I can do whatever I want. Mine, do that, I, That's it. I, that's. I, the I don't price. know, man. Look, people don't people don't people don't realize this, but like, I think he negotiated a deal where he's free still. I jokingly say I'm a socialist, but like I'm not. I'm, I, what would I do with two hundred million dollars? Give it away? No, I know. Like, I, I, I can't. I can't. I, I, I know. I know people who are really wealthy, and I'm like, what do you do? Like, what do you? What do you yeah. do? What do you, what do you do with all that money? I'm like, the I'm the exact same way, dude. Like, I've had times in my life where I 
you know, uh, you know, especially working in entertainment, there's always like big pockets where you make a lot of money that, you know, yeah. in one little chunk. And I, you know, I don't even go out for a nicer dinner that day. Like I make zero changes. I don't wear different clothes. I don't buy a new car. I just, I'm just not that person. Craft macaroni and cheese, nothing yeah, in it, not even salt. Yeah, not even salt. Wieners, <laughs> Canadian style. Dude, seriously, it's like you have, make a, you know, have a good day, make a bunch of money, and then I, Okay, I look at it. Put and it in I the go, bank and I yeah, go to the comedy club and do, tell jokes again. Like you I don't know, know, I don't care. You know what I would do? I would it, like heaven forbid these these uptight stodgy moralists ever saw me get two hundred million dollars because I would like build a, a a massive like beanie rack. Yes, and I would just have all different colors. No, no, uh, it it would be how do you describe it? it would be it would be like kind of like Disneyland, but for okay. just like. I don't know. Weird shenanigans. We have like our own space. You know, I get like a bunch of big warehouses. I'd have people yeah. just do whatever they want. Some people would be making like laser, like laser induced plasma channels. Basically and... the warehouse from Tony Hawk Pro Skater. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, but people the... make music. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I'm doing. That is, you know? dude, that you're already doing that exactly. But I'd, I'd, you don't need 200 million bucks I, to do that. You know, you know, the challenges with that, with having all this money is that you can't, there's, there, there is a limit to where it's like, what do you really want to do? Because, I like to imagine that you make a bunch of money and you're like, now I can help people do better. Yeah. But you can't. Giving money to somebody doesn't help them do better. Giving money to someone that's doing someone like you would. No. You know. There's there's like I really don't believe there's any amount of money someone could give me that would improve the work I do. Well, I'll tell you a perfect example. Like there's you know, right now where I'm at, there's a lot of people and I, I kind of have thought that too. A lot of people I, I was talking about this, but a lot of people were like, Oh, I wanna like invest in you and you're like, Invest in what? Like my sponge right. my SpongeBob SquarePants costume. <laughs> like what are you investing in, right? But then you know, there was some guys that actually came to me and they're like, Let's make a movie and it's like kinda serious and they're put together this budget and so now, you know, I'm, I might make this movie, right? I so think that, well, things yeah. like that, I'm, you know, obviously most people, like, I get what you're saying. Like most people, you'll give them money and they'll blow it and whatever. But you pick the right person. You're like, here's money funding to make a movie outside of the system. We'll pay. So you can, you know, pick the right it's, guy. It's, That's the Silicon Valley startup. Right. Model. I guess that's one way to put it is it's, it's not easy. You know, mm -hmm. you, you, you try to invest in people. And I, I think the challenge it's I find easy, is yeah. I've worked with a lot of people and I'll be like, okay, so I can, I can help you do these things. But if they don't, fight for and earn it themselves you know so I, I i've met a lot of people who are like i really want to do x and then i'll be like great let's go and then they just go oh i guess i, I, I guess i, I didn't want well, to why do don't it. you do xxx and here's the money yeah. Perfect. Like, I, got a, I got a, i got a black leather couch right over there <laughs> oh in the my room gosh. Tim Pool Hub. We, we, are, we are so start, far from family friendly for this episode <laughs> really? no, no. we never swore though no, no but you, you, you talked about <laughs> we talked about dudes on mountaintops yeah, yeah putting on wigs. <laughs> what is wrong with dudes on mountaintops? <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. So anyway, the point is. Yeah, no, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Unless you like want to build a town or something. You know, you know what I would say the answer to that is, is you need to find people that have failed at it themselves a few times and yeah. then had success at it a few times. Exactly. So it's like and then, have, have both failed and succeeded and then replicated the success. And, and, and I will. That's who, that's who you want to invest in. I will absolutely clarify what I mean to say is, obviously, if somebody's like, you know, they're, they're like, there's a comedian who just got evicted and now they can't find any work and they've got no cash, money clearly helps them yeah. succeed. What I mean to say is. It doesn't is, help them succeed, it just helps them, you know. It stabilizes yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. What, what I, what, right. What I mean to say is that if you had all this money to invest in a project, it's really, really difficult to find people where you can give them money and it's going to make the project happen. Because most people I've met, and this is even true for me when I was younger. Like you put me in this position, you put anyone in this position, they have no experience in how to make it happen. It's not going to happen. No. And so this is why investors, it's really funny. They say investors typically invest in people who don't need it. Yeah. And that's why it's really, really difficult. 
And that's why it ends up with someone like Joe Rogan, who doesn't need the money, being like, sure, why not? Yeah, of course. So it's like, I guess. So it's it's You want to invest people that would have been successful with or without you, and you just make them the best accelerate to be involved in it. Yeah. Matt Cabral says, Love all your stuff, uh, love all your stuff, Ryan. Tim and Lydia, I'm from Massachusetts and I have never seen more Trump flag Trump gear flags and signs. Trump gear flags and signs. There was even a Trump gear store opened. I see many people coming in and out. I'm calling a landslide in Massachusetts for Trump. Yeah, when I was uh, traveling through the, um, uh, I I don't know, I guess it would, not the South, but I went to uh, Nashville and we would kept stopping at places and there'd be like a place that just sold like briskets. And then it was uh, one little brisket thing and then racks and racks of Trump gear. I know how you have that, like the Biden life size. Yeah. (laughs) Life size Trump posters everywhere. Yeah, yeah. They just, it was just. We got a life size Trump. Yeah, yeah. And it would just be like, with lights and tr- so yeah i've seen That's that amazing. too just the, the amount of trump stuff everywhere decked out That's awesome. it's so fun so i love it the civic nationalist says tim porn stars want your contact information <laughs> That's the video. Yeah, yeah. you should advocate civic nationalism it's how the west was before all this bs freedom over equality too big of words for me, nerd. <laughs> Let's uh, let, 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 we're gonna read more. We're gonna read more super chats, but you should probably shout out your socials, your your channels. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. If you don't mind, if you'd be so kind and much obliged to go uh, subscribe to my channel, youtubecom slash Comedy. I release a video every single Monday. All of my channels are at RyanLongComedy on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all of those, and my podcast, The Boys Cast with Ryan Long, comes out every Friday. And more importantly, the most potentially most importantly, uh, which is very important because, Tim, I didn't tell you this, but I missed my train on the way here. So then I (laughs) I Ubered and I took a $500 Uber. No, are you? But your fans are going to make up to me by subscribing to (laughs) patreon.com slash the boys cast. I see how this works. Patreon.com slash the boys cast. No, it was just, it was getting stressful. So I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to call it. Was it really that expensive? Uh, I think it was like 400, but. No. Listen, I invested in Smith and Wesson yesterday on my buddy's uh, uh, advice and I put some cash in there and they're like, whoo, take a peek at that. That puppy, so covered six Ubers. There you go. No, wow. well, I actually did. It covered zero Ubers. Invest in my Patreon. Hey, Appreciate that. Sorry. Josh Wishart <laughs> said, "Yes, Ryan is awesome." There Thank you, you go. very much. Josh. That's not a, not a question, but Julio Villalta says, "Hey, from Chicago, love the show and happy you hit one million subs." Chicago's already prepping for a rough weekend. With streets barricaded in Gold Coast, keep it the great work. Yes, congrats on one million subs too. By the oh, way, oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, and, and congrats cool. Chicago for all the uh, civil unrest, destruction, and, and <laughs> doing and very death. well over yeah. there. Uh, uh, how do you pronounce this? Uh, Callen. Callen says canceling NBA sounds like a win-win-win. Players sacrifice pay and have time to protest. Owners renegotiate salary for lower viewership. NBA fans now watch RNC and see Trump. Isn't that uh, isn't that bad? <laughs> there you go. All right, let's see. Eric A. says, thanks for keeping us informed and having the best guests. JRE, better look out. Did you see that Brandon Taylor is turning out to be another false narrative? It was not No Knock Raid. Brandon Tatum has on his news site. There's a lot more. I don't know about the raid, but I know that apparently some document came out that claimed she had connections to one of the drug dealers they were looking for or something. So I don't know if you know anything about that. but Yeah, I know. I mean... Uh, it feels like I'm constantly in a loop of people being like, look at this, the cops are bad. And they're like, check out the real video. The cops are good. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and you're yeah. like, I don't know. It's, it's well, some yeah. of, Sometimes it's one, sometimes like, it's the other probably. We, 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 I'm, I don't, I'm not going <laughs> to. So many videos. You guys. Well, we got, we got Brianna Taylor, uh, George Floyd and, uh, Jacob Blake, these stories coming out all in the past couple of days. That's like, Hey, wait a minute. That's not what they said. Yeah. So it's not, 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 not necessarily that cops are, are good, but that. 
oh, that was kind of just a messed up situation where everyone screwed up. Uh-huh. And it's like, yeah, what it do we, how, do, how do we, how do we, yeah, that, a lot of times it is, right. you know, it's, it's like all of the things. And the problem is people want to put it all in one and the other. Like it isn't, they like, they like to think of gender as a spectrum, but they don't like to think of, uh, people screwing up as exactly. a spectrum. Exactly. I noticed that too. All right. Let's see. Josephine Whitaker says, not my real name. Love the boys cast and Tim cast. Boys, 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 boys. Boom. Let's see. Nightingale Mori says, Question. I heard Tim uh, rant, ranting about being forced off the fence by Dems and voting for Trump. Also, he doesn't wear the MAGA beanie. Where could I refine <laughs> it? And if Tim allows me to work on a little animation, uh, yeah, I was forced off the fence because I, I don't, I don't want to be in anybody's tribe. I don't want to, I don't want to like walk over to a group and be like, I'm with you. I want to be like, Nah, you all get away from me and leave me alone. I do yeah. my thing. Yeah, I'm gonna be over here with my. I always say farm. that you know, for me, it's like. People, you know, and it is true. People always want to say, are you on this side or that side? It's like, first of all, I identify as a comedian. So that's the most important thing to me. But I'm always going to be more against the side that's telling me what to do. Right. So people always talk left and right, but it's more authoritarianism versus freedom. Right. Right. So if I moved here and if the right was like, listen, these are the topics you can't talk about. And they were at one point. But right now, you know, it's probably more the other side being like, this is what you can say. Here's the off limit topics. I say way worse stuff about the church. And if this was 10 years ago. That would not be on TV right now. They don't. See, no one cares, and they're not getting mad about it. So I think I think Ben Shapiro has the biggest conservative podcast, yeah, and they make fun true. of him all the time, and he rolls with it and laughs. Yeah, dude, I actually made a video uh, that made fun of him. And did he did he respond to it or anything? Yeah, so I, it wasn't that crazy. I was doing uh, never Trumper versus always Trumper kind yeah. of thing, right? And what I said was because you always try to find like a good thing to make fun of them with. Because I didn't want to be like Ben Shapiro. You know, you I, what I said was. Uh, watching cool guys like Ben Shapiro and I, he lost his virginity at 28. So <laughs> yeah, I kind of, yeah, yeah. you know, I kind of like just took a dig at like some of these bad boy guys. Right, like, right. And again, whatever, you know, it's not like the worst. I don't think any of this stuff was that bad of it's making fun of anyone. But then he retweeted it and he was like, actually he was 24. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. And I was like, that's pretty funny. You know, that's a pretty right, funny right, right, right. To, You know, there was a few they, people, they, He rolls with it. Yeah. And but that, it's only on the right. Alex, Alex, there was uh oh, maybe it wasn't her. It was the, Oh, no, this was another right-wing people. What's the, like, Candace Owens? Yeah. Dave Chappelle kind of made fun of her, and people were like, yeah. oh, what'd you think? And she, she rolled with it. Yeah, she, she was, was like, yeah. you know, she, uh, Dave Chappelle can make fun of me. So, she she yeah. said something like, I'm honored to be made fun of by, like, one of the greatest comedians ever. Yeah. And then she was like, I'd love to talk to you at some point. It's such the move, dude. Like, if someone makes fun of you, especially, like, a comic... You look like such a loser if you go, look, you're an idiot. I'm actually cool. Dude, these memes. <laughs> so much better. These, yeah. these memes about me are amazing. Like somebody, I, I tweeted something and then yeah. someone made a meme where it was like me in a hot air balloon, but my head was the, was the balloon <laughs> Brain. and oh the ba- basket was hanging from my own head <laughs> and I was in it. I saved it. I was he like, left. dude, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh then gosh. there's another one where uh, it's it's me <laughs> and my brain goes up and it's really small with a little beanie on it and I'm drooling. <laughs> it's, drooling. It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> dude, I don't care, man. I'm having a good time. You know, yeah. like I, I don't get bothered by these things. They make me laugh. And it's funny because like uh, people on the right will more of a playful jab post memes and they're funny and people on the left think they're trying to get me and I'm like, dude, that was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I love the blimp head brain thing. It's good, dude. Yeah, because you know I gotta say I'm impressed because the left usually doesn't have good memes, but they put a lot of effort into making memes about me that are funny. <laughs> now, yeah. the, the funny thing about the one with the little brain is that I'm wearing this old baseball tee that I wore like two years ago that oh, I haven't yeah. worn for two years because now now my thing is like the shirt with the okay. shirt over it, and so I'm like, 
Did you make this last month about a video I did two years ago? They really put in the work. Wow. Yeah, like, they're watching right? my stuff. They went through Dude, the this, archives. This is to crazy. find the perfect shirt to sketch you Dude, out to make fun of you. One of these woke, like, researchers, I kid, this is the craziest thing I ever heard. So, there's this woman, and she did this, this thing where she, like, smeared a bunch of... Um, Peanut butter on... We're not going to go there. <laughs> no. She smeared a bunch of people. Peanut butter. <laughs> she smeared a bunch of people. And then uh, uh, it was called the Alternative Influence Network, and she claimed that, like, comedians were, like, connected from one, you know, link to, like, white nationalists, and it was the most ridiculous conspiracy nonsense. She does a follow-up to it, and she says that she watched all of my videos, and I was like, do you know how much the content that is? I, I, like, 2,000 videos that are between 10 and 30 minutes long, and I was like, that means she was sitting in her apartment for, like, four hours a day to catch up, because based on the amount of time she spent from the time she started the project to the time she finished, I was like, dude, I tweeted it. I was like, wow. That's I was like, I'm, I'm actually really impressed because that means you were watching probably like five hours of my content every day to catch up because I do, I, I was doing at the time two hours per day. Yeah, you do a lot. Two That's hours impressive. per day. Now with this show, it's four. And I'm like, so if you're going to watch all of my content, that means you had to be watching at least two hours a day, double time to try and catch up to the content I was making today. <laughs> yeah. That's how, obs like, I was like, you know, that's dedication. That's full-time job, yeah. And then she wrote, like, this article, and it wasn't even, it, w it wasn't a hit piece or anything. It was like, Tim Pool's a moderate who says these things. And I'm like, you watched <laughs> yeah, that's a lot thousands of, work for that of bad my boy, videos. Huh? Man. Oh, it's it, are, dedicated to your to your art, man. You know, there's nothing worse than those scumbags that just go through your podcast to get mad, and then you know, I've and done they find videos. nothing. Sometimes could they you find imagine? something. <laughs> could you, but I, I guess the goal was like she thought she was going to find something, maybe, and then it turns out like Tim's a milk toast fence sitter who's like right. just talks about news and has yeah. tepid opinions, and it's I like, guess that's not the worst, uh, dude. I, I've been having that conversation with all these like you know industry people when they're. A lot of the first things I'm asking people is like, you know, what would you do if, like, how would you handle, like, if someone, uh, you know, if I got in this scandal and some people cancel me and blah, blah. And they're like, well, no, I, I really like your stuff. I'm a fan. But, like, obviously, if you said something, like, really offensive, I'm like, yeah, that. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what's going to happen. Hey, yep. At the very least, they're going to say that. Not just know. that, but how long until the videos you've made are offensive? I mean, like, so obviously they're offensive to oh, the left I now. Oh, I see Sam. So, like, dude, if, if, if you know, you get some dude who 10 years ago, Sarah, Sarah Silverman yeah, yeah. did a Dude, did I watched my old TV show that I did six years ago and some of the jokes I was watching, I go, if, <laughs> if we If we carry on in this way, where we're going now, I'd be willing to bet in a few years, oh, you're going to the gulag, brother. Yeah. They're going to be like this woke racist thing. How dare you? Do you want to know something really funny that I saw uh, two days ago? So criminal, you know the show Criminal Minds? Yeah. So Vaguely. I don't know. I've never seen it's it. It's like SVU or whatever. Yeah. Right? It, basically, it's whatever. It's like cop show or whatever. But there was a person that had a split personality. So basically, it was a, a man and a woman were in the same body. And then the woman was killing people and then took over. So it was the woman. And then she was like she's not going to let the guy out anymore. So it's just the woman. And then the cops were, so it's basically like a trans woman at this point, oh, okay. played by man. And all the cops were like, come on, we know there's a guy in there somewhere. <laughs> and I was just like, can you imagine me like, tell me there's not a guy in there drinking a Coors Light and playing beer pong. Let him out. Caitlin. That's what they were saying? Yeah, yeah. That's all like, because they're saying this psychopath took over and I was just like, man, can you imagine that right now? That was making me laugh so much. The idea. Jeez. You're telling me there isn't a dude inside there just waiting to have an arm wrestle. <laughs> Let him out. So, Let him out. Well, so so here's the point. Ultimately, like, the jokes we've made on this show 
at a certain point, if we carry on this track, people are going to, they're going to go be like, look at this podcast he did three years ago. Oh, it's so offensive. Cancel. Yeah. You know what and I mean? And then on the other side, they go too far where, you know, it's like, you know, the truth is with people calling stuff gay or whatever, there was a point where I think most people, everyone, like people were kind of like, yo, listen, like, we don't like that word if you don't mind it. And I th- honestly, everyone was kind of like, yeah, yeah, we were kind of done with it anyway. And then it was like, yeah, you better not say it. And we go, yeah, I wouldn't say it. And he's like, yeah, that's right. Because if you say it, you're in trouble. <laughs> now people then, are saying it. Yeah, and then every person was like, all, all right, right, now I have yep. to say it. got to say it now. <laughs> so, and that's what happened with all this stuff. Like, yeah. it kind of started out where it was like, hey, could you not just, you know, and you go, yeah, yeah, no problem. But then the things got so ridiculous that everyone's like, all right, now I'm not following any you of know, it. You know what's funny? There's a, there's a voice actress who's super anti-Trump. And super woke. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> Except she's done a ton of Family Guy, Hollywood rarity, and Comedy Central, <laughs> and I'm like, I could put together probably like five hours of extreme racist, transphobic, homophobic content from this voice actress. Right. A super compilation, and like that's why it's like, don't pretend that all of a sudden you're turning a new leaf when it was only a couple of years ago you were like making all of this racist content. Yeah, you were doing what was in vogue then and you're doing what's in vogue exactly. now. These people have like no spines, they're followers. And, exactly. And people couldn't tell the difference. Our happy place says, we just need honest people who want to find real solutions to step forward and say enough. We need reform. We need to be objective. We need to support our police and expect accountability. Here, I do here. want to be clear about the fact that I do not care about finding real solutions i care about making a good comedy album that will and come solutions out of are bad <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah if everything was fixed what are you gonna make fun of <laughs> yeah. everything is great what's what's the deal with everything being perfect <laughs> yeah, no yeah. you need the chaos and the calamity so people get angry <laughs> what's about the deal with this racial unity <laughs> <laughs> i'd laugh at that <laughs> someone's gonna pull that one. Oh boy all right let's see uh matt Mor- uh, moran says Hey, Tim, owed you a super chat. Anyway, you rock. But for Ryan, dude, you are on fire this year. Great work work, and good luck. I thought it couldn't get better. Then you released Diversity and Torture. That was good. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. Just like, <laughs> those people didn't know what to say, man. Yeah, I, I, the part that was like making me laugh the night before to myself was saying that uh, Guantanamo Bay is a boys club. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was making I me love that video. Somewhere. I was like, yes, I want equality in this field. Yeah, I got a couple other ones of those too coming out. Sweet. All right, let's see what we got. Let's do a couple more because we're, uh, we're running late. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Private Joker says, Hi, Tim. Have you seen the coverage of the shooting last night in Kenosha? The media coverage has been heavily against the shooter, but I doubt they're telling the full story. Any thoughts? That's my general understanding. Uh, but we really do need more footage to come out. There was a, there was a deep analysis of someone that's really, wow, incredible, where they isolated individuals with, and, and, and traced them through the video so you can clearly see, like by color coordinating, that the dude who shot the guy in the head was being attacked. Okay. And then he fired in self-defense. That's and, the one we were, you showed me before, right? Yeah, and then yeah. they chased him down the street. And so it really does look like you know, hard self-defense. So glad we had so many reporters. This is wild. Tim, someone just donated uh, 50 bucks to my Patreon while I'm on oh, this. Oh, wow. So your hey, fans cool. have started to pick up the lift bill. Which sure. I, there cool. you go, man. I'm happy to hear it. Pedrick says, hey, Tim, the Aussie government is about to put through a law to give big media corporations an edge by giving them YouTube algorithm data and, set, uh, and up to 60 times of their ad revenue they bring in. Nine News Network. This precedent could go to the U.S. Please look at it. Oh, I didn't hear that. I will, I will look into it. So uh, let's do one more. Uh, let's see. Where are we at? Do, do, do. So how does... Uh, maybe this is like a noob question. Yeah. Who cares? But so what happens if you don't read the super chat? I can't read all of them. So there's a bunch I have Oh, okay. Read. So it's like they yeah. do the super chat and you try to read as many as We're you can. I try to read as, as many as I can, yeah. you know, but it's like... But if they're in the chat, it shows up like bigger for everyone else to see. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So there is a benefit still. Okay. Yeah, definitely. So let's see what we got here. 
Bruva says, I'm seeing more and more of my coworkers rocking the Trump mask and making heads explode. LOL. <laughs> that is a funny move. Just show up to your normal job with the Trump mask. <laughs> yep. Do it. <laughs> funny move. All right. Let's see. That Chivo says, are you going to start hunting with all those new guns you, you bought? Probably not because I work too much. Did you buy a bunch of guns? I bought a bunch of guns. I bought a bunch of at Smith & Wesson stock because Danny Polish. Uh, oh, stock. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's a brilliant that's idea. A well, he idea. told me. He was like, yeah, but he, They're sold out of everything. Yeah, that's what he said. He like, said not, it was not like, just them, but like stores across. I, I, I had a buddy send me a bunch of photos and he's like, dude, all the ammo is gone. Yeah. So I'm kind of thinking like, I got to go to the store and get ammo. So you bought like, so what'd you buy? Uh, I can't. I'm not going to say publicly, okay, but say a that. bunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a bunch we of guns. Enough. A bunch. Oh, you got a compound, dude. I went in and I was like, mm, let's see. I'll take that one, that one, that one. Take mm, one of one each. One of those. Yeah. Dude, I down. Ooh, I'll definitely take that one. You're like one step away from having a cult out here. <laughs> no way, dude. Some, uh, what was the what was I don't the want. Movie you, called? you think I want people around me? <laughs> well, well, they're they're going to they're gonna show up and they're going to have beanies on there and be like, Tim, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah. get out. Get away from me. <laughs> you get to have sex with everyone's wife in the cult. Oh, hey. What's that movie called? I don't know. I mean, it actually happened. you're talking about. But it's like a famous... American stories, yeah, but they keep making talks about it. Yeah. And they were kind of in the middle of nowhere, and the cops came, and there was like a standoff. I have no idea. Uh, was it the Bundys? That wasn't it. No, I don't think I it was the Bundys. But super famous. Uh, I feel like people in the chat would even probably be saying it if they they're. Might. I don't know if they're in real time like that. But are. anyways, there was this cult in the middle of somewhere, and then the police. Uh, came and they had a standoff for like months and then they burned the place down was that was, was that uh was that waco yes we knew it oh yeah, yeah, yeah. snap yes. really? i knew you'd get it yeah yeah, yeah we but, did we got there yeah together. i'm seeing a lot yeah, in the chat. Go. that's waco oh cool thanks guys yeah we got her back well, well, well on that note on a positive <laughs> note <laughs> we'll uh we'll wind things down yeah on waco uh We'll leave it there. So we're, we're well. We're, let's go back. To everybody's this, saying Waco. There it goes yeah, they, they got the it. surfer roots. Let's just uh, ride the Waco. Uh, That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anybody. Uh, so anybody. anyway, everybody. <laughs> so anybody, anybody. Anybody who's listening. <laughs> we're, uh, we're 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 wrapping up. We went a little. We we, we go a little bit longer every night. Apparently. So. Uh, do you want to just shout out your socials real quick? Yeah, dude, that was super fun. Thanks for having me on. Man. Yeah, for that, sure, man. Very cool. You're a you funny got. guy. <laughs> Thanks, you buddy. Yeah, it's very cool. Like this whole. It's, it's just cool, like, seeing, you know, there's, like, Andrew Schultz or something like this. Like, we kind of had a thing going in Toronto, but it's very cool watching people. You're like, you go to Comedy Central, you're like, Yo, this is better, dude. Yeah. <laughs> what you got going on. But, uh, yeah. YouTube.com slash Ryan Long Comedy is the best one. Like, subscribe, please. I release a video every Monday. And The Boys Cast with Ryan Long, the first podcast exclusively for the boys. There you go. Patreon.com slash the boys. And of course, pay for my Uber. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and of course, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Parlor at Timcast. Check out my other channels, youtube.com slash Timcast and slash Timcast News. And you can follow at Sour Patch Lids, L Y D S, on Twitter and Parlor. And we will be back tomorrow at 8 p.m. And uh, thanks for hanging out, everybody. We'll see you all then. All right. Bye, guys.